1: Got the big old bird, birdie blue. Russ, stop.
0: We have to do our very first live read. Okay? Yeah, let's do Mike it. volunteered to do it. Check, f- check. Oh, we're doing that now? Yeah, we finally got a sponsor. Uh, kind of a sponsor? Kind of a sponsor. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, a sponsor in the sense that they were kind enough to... Um, I got to turn my up in the, I turn my uh, volume up in these AKG headphones. Amen. Yeah, man.
0: Hold on a second here. There I am. are nice.
3: Thank you. Yeah um,
0: It's a beautiful looking microphone
3: It is Isn't this nice It kind of has a classic style to it
0: Yeah it looks great You sound really nice on You like, sound much um, different than normal You normally sound like absolute shit You sound really? great right Do now. I sound good right now yeah. Do
3: I sound like I know what I'm talking
0: about Yeah You want a little background music for your read You
3: know what This would be great With some instructional uh, video music Do we have any of that
0: I think I got you covered Mike
3: Okay Oh perfect For 70 years the world's top recording studios and concert stages have relied on AKG microphones to craft today's biggest hits. AKG Lyra brings the legendary acoustic engineering to a versatile USB microphone that delivers the highest quality audio in its class. Is that does, that, a, um, the read? does that best describe uh, well, this microphone, which kind of is... re- reminds me of a... Uh,
1: how can we be covering Ragged Glory and then hear you hear that and you still like that album? <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, what? Has, Russ?
0: That actually, that's actually a fair point. Has it's Ragged all, Glory cleansed your palate? It's all contextual. Landing on Water was heavenly because of the albums that came before it but after listening to ragged Glory all week that is very troublesome to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it really it's it really fucking brutal. But you know it's not troublesome mike. Hmm. The, the, uh, the, a- the AKG. The the AKG podcast microphone the
1: whole podcast starter I think starter it's actually pronounced. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but for real it's uh, it's a great mic it's a great uh it's great for podcasting it's uh very mm. easy, very easy to use. The setup was super, super easy. easy to yeah. use.
3: Even we can make it work.
0: And it's, uh, I mean, you can stand it on a desk like like Mike is doing right now, or you can pl- plug it right into a mic stand. It's uh,
3: yeah, it's pretty nice.
0: That's yeah, great. So thanks. Yeah, thank you, thank you. AKG. Early
3: Christmas present from those guys and the uh, the Pantheon Podcast yeah, Network to, that we're a part of that hooked us up with yeah, this. It's very to, nice.
0: It's a Pantheon Podcast. We're super psyched to be members of Pantheon, but uh, we're also super psyched to be covering Ragged Glory. We're also super psyched. That we talked to Patterson Hood
1: last week. That was yeah, pretty
3: great. That, that was a lot of fun. That was a, that was a Christmas present. Has, has he contacted you on the Chlamydia for Christmas project
1: yet? <laughs> Not yet. I haven't heard anything. Did though. you send him our our album? Not
0: yet. I'm waiting hmm. for a little uh, Long May You Young merch to come Listen, listen. Up if he
3: back. wants an album, he's going to have to sign off on the song, okay? That's true. That's true. All right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder like, if he was like, yeah, I had a good time. I do want to respond and share it. And then we all wrote like hashtag Chlamydia for Christmas. Yes. Then, like, Mm, I might pass on this. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> probably smart. That was fun though. It was weird to do a Zoom thing. This this feels much better. But, uh, but yeah, he,
3: it was he, it was. I know we started off on Zoom, but it just doesn't it doesn't f- flow as well. Although yeah, Patterson no, Hood Patterson that. made it easy. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, he it was, was great. He was the focus of the
1: attention. There were a good. couple of like the, moments, and the audio was just not as great. The only, now we got the AKG though, so yeah, that's right. The that's fantastic.
0: only, the only audio part that I noticed was when he brought up landing on water. Right, and <laughs> yeah. it froze. Yeah, yeah,
3: it froze. <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> and it froze. <laughs> like the
1: the whole system was like, no, we're not. Even talking Zoom was about like, this. that
3: album sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna freeze up this podcast.
0: Oh my god, that's great.
3: Um, got some nice, um, got okay. okay concerning because he brought up landing on water, yeah, and he lo- He said he liked that album, uh-huh. and he learned to appreciate it. And on the uh, Neil Young subreddit, where I posted the uh, episode, uh, Nee said, "Landing on water is a national treasure." How dare you? Cool podcast. Thanks for sharing.
0: <laughs> Jeez, oh, I great. love that. I feel uh, I feel bad. We actually did record like forty minutes before the Patterson interview, but it it was just so much. We we decided right. we want to get right to him. Yeah, but there, we, there we talked about
3: the El Dorado EP a little bit, yeah, and how Neil kind of came back to turning his guitar all the way up and yep being loud again.
0: There were a few social things, but I don't remember what they were. But I mean, everyone
1: loves freedom.
3: Pretty yeah, much. I, mean, I mean that's a, it's a huge job. But I, you know what, yeah. I love this album way more. That freedom? Oh, absolutely.
1: I, I actually like this album more than Freedom 2 I, I think. think I do too yeah I didn't know if but I but Freedom, Freedom's going got to. some
3: really amazing songs on
1: it Freedom's catchier but no as a, I disagree I think, I think so I don't know no, I, Rockin' I in I the think Free I, World yeah, yeah but every song on this album is catchy don't yeah. cry this is, this is one of this is in my opinion is one of sneakily one of Neil Young's catchiest albums right and we talked about every how he song, doesn't write every, a lot of catchy. yeah tunes. and this yeah. this album I I would vent. I would yes. argue that it might be one of the catchiest albums I agree Almost every song has a hook, and it gets stuck in your head. Oh, yeah. totally! Almost every song has a that's like true. a riff, like a yeah. like a, a riff. And he where pounds
3: you... it into your head for ten minutes. Yeah, so yeah. you don't. You, you, but I, you don't
1: forget. it. You don't get, it. bored, like, you don't get no, sick of it. That's the thing. No, that you there's don't. Like
3: ten minute songs, and you don't even notice they're ten yeah. minutes long. It, I love
1: it. Yeah, I, I I definitely think this one's way catchier than Freedom, but Freedom had. Uh, yeah, it's tough, but I think I like this one. I know that Patterson wouldn't agree, but I think he, he might would also love this. Well, he he made a point about the, uh, this being another sort of trilogy, too, right? Like, Freedom, Ragged Glory, and, then and Sleeps Weld. with Angels, I think is what he said. Isn't Art well after this? It is, but yeah. he was saying that he would throw Sleeps with Angels, oh, right. I think. I could be wrong, but I'm hmm. pretty sure that's what sleeps he said. With
3: Angel, sl- like Sleeps with yeah. Angels is like the opposite of this album. Oh really? Where it's like this album, they turned everything all the way up, and then on "Sleeps with Angels," they still remained electric, but it seems like they played as gently as possible. Maybe it's got a whole different. Maybe that's what he means. Like yeah. maybe,
1: maybe he means that it's some sort of you know. Yeah, I don't know. He that's what he said. I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, but I don't know. I think yeah, this one I'd like better. To in my opinion, I think it's it's just a little bit better. But yeah, I mean, you can't Rocket in the free world is is what it is. It's it's a, it's an SCC. Well, this is definitely in, this is,
3: you know, this is in my top 5. Absolutely.
1: It's up there for me.
3: It might be top 3. Wow. Of all of all Seriously, time. Seriously, I can't even tell you how much I love this album. I when really when like it came this out in the in, in, when it came out, I was like this is like what I've been waiting for him to do. This I think a, a lot of I think a lot of his fans who stuck with him through the 80s yeah. were like, you know, Freedom came out, they're like, "Okay, he's getting back to making rock." Like a straight ahead yeah. rock, and then this came out, and it was just like, oh, if you know, this is like
0: just
1: if any if you going to
3: going to like a cold beer, you know, yeah. after you're friggin' shoveling or f- whatever you're doing, and then you just break open that ice cold beer, yeah, like
0: a cold beer on a Friday night,
3: it's just so. perfect. It's just satisfying. If every you're
1: time. you're a big everybody knows this is nowhere guy, and if and if, yeah. if you're a Neil Young fan that's an everybody knows this is nowhere top person, this is definitely the record. For yeah, you, for sure, absolutely it's, it's I think all, it's better though
3: better than everybody knows a, a is little nowhere bit, I think
1: that's a tough call yeah for me I think it is yeah
3: I think i these are the this ragged glory and and everybody knows this nowhere I think are the two albums I've listened to the most from him and live this rust. one in my I opinion, listen to live rust a lot
1: this one in my opinion is underrated I feel like it doesn't get as much credit as uh, uh, you know obviously I, I don't the, you know
3: what I under it, it was it was kind of a big hit when it came out, and people embraced it and loved yeah. it, and it influenced a lot of people. But I think coming out so close but to Harvest like it's an, Moon, it's it's a it kind of got a Neil young overshadowed fan him. album. It's a it's a Neil Young fan who who was waiting through the yeah. '80s, yes. a Crazy Horse fan who was waiting yeah, through the yeah, '80s yeah, to exactly. let him, Neil, let Crazy Horse yeah, do what they do best. A Neil and
1: the Horse f- fan album, right. but it's in my opinion a, an underrated Neil album. Just in general, I think it's. I really, I fucking, I like it a lot. You no, know,
3: I love it. I've, you know, and
1: I didn't get sick of. Okay, start it again. No, I don't need. You know it. what I mean? And I I've been like... listening to
3: it for. Geez, it's been out now for what? Thirty years. Yeah, this. this it's been thirty, 30 years. years, and I've been listening to it for thirty years, and it's one of those albums I don't get tired of all the way through. You know, there's albums you listen to, <laughs> mm-hmm. like there's some Led Zeppelin albums I can't even listen to anymore because I'm just I'm so burned on them. Yeah, but this album is just every time, and I've yeah. listened to it about twenty times this week. Yeah, and it's. And it's awesome every yeah. time.
1: Seventy percent of the time, it's awesome every time.
3: Sixty percent, sixty percent of the time, it works every time.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being quiet. I'm work. I'm in charge of drinks tonight, and I yeah. Can't what think. are we? Uh, what are we
3: having? So here I, I for ragged glory.
0: I haven't decided what I'm going to call these yet. It's either going to be called Love to Burn, or because of the song, obviously, or uh, <laughs> Ragged Squirty.
1: I like that one. Mm. Yep. That's definitely my
0: goal. So let me tell you what's in it. We, we're starting with it's. It's literally. Three equal parts One part fireball Oh oh boy One part okay. squirt
3: Oh right Squirt returns To the uh, the cocktails
0: And then I found this It's a sour Called a club paradise Made by Hoof hearted brewing It's a It's got a
1: titty bird on it
0: It's got Yeah That's yeah. why I grabbed it it's, It literally it's has a titty can bird can on it We'll take a picture And of it's the like
1: beach themed It's like a yeah. It's definitely not ragged glory And it's but a sour it's, it's a sour Like
3: what's what? It's pink Why is it pink is it like a cranberry sour or? Just like uh, hold on. Okay, oh, that's a nice color.
1: Yeah, the color's nice. A little bit, more. A little bit of a little foam.
0: Up to the brim. Uh, you should probably stir them around. Okay, so what's in this? Uh, cherry, orange, grapefut, grapefruit, grapefruit, Oh boy, you've had a few, haven't I've you? I've had a couple of these working on this recipe. Cherry, orange, grapefruit, and lime puree. Huh. Oh, I love lime. I know you love lime, but let me make sure. Your cups are a little smaller than mine. Size,
1: size. Well, we're not
3: tremendous alcoholics that's like a, you are. Very, very good point. Yeah, absolutely. But it's. Uh, I, I thought. So, what are we it? Because it's so a little what, bit of a burn. Before we drink it, we got to decide on a name.
1: What's the squirty one?
0: Ragged squirty. Ragged squirty. Ragged squirty. All
3: right, to to ragged glory. Here we go. Ooh, it's good, right? That's actually kind of. Not good. That's kind of festive, like. Yeah. It has a spice taste to it. Yep. Yeah, it's, Christmas. it's the yeah, it's the cinnamon, it's yeah. the fireball, and the grapefruit together.
0: I'm is, very proud of this. This one. is like a yeah, that's oh, good, this is Luke. good.
1: We haven't had a, mm. like an actual really good one. In a <laughs> All right, mile. well,
0: I figured if it was bad, we could call it the fucking up.
3: <laughs> very good, Luke. There you go. And with that, and with that we hit yes, the beam. <laughs> very good.
0: Oh yeah. You and the Camden Boys, Trans and Harvest and Linnoise, we're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's long may
3: you young. And we are uh, proud members of the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's long may you young. We cover Neil Young's albums, his entire catalog by release. That includes the live albums, the reissues. We've done some of the films already. Yeah. And we've had some great guests on. Recently we talked about it, uh, Patterson Hood from Drive-By Truckers. Yeah. Talked to Freedom about us. said that was uh, one of his favorites, that he would de- listen to that continuously while delivering pizzas. Yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> we, we talked to a uh, longtime Neil Young collaborator, Nils Lofgren. Yep. Uh, one-time Neil Young collaborator and Devo head, Mark, Mark Mothersbaugh. Mothersbaugh. And was and that it? No, uh n- oh, no. I think I know
1: no, we know. got
4: cooch. No oh, the we cooch.
3: No we didn't. <laughs> no we didn't. That's called being cooched. We have two things here. You get you're getting nilsed. That's from Nils walking into the after the gold rush sessions and Neil going, I want you to play piano instead of guitar and he's like, Oh, okay. And then whenever you deny something that actually happened and there's like recorded evidence of it. <laughs> And you deny it. It's that's recorded, called being cooched.
4: <laughs>
0: literally written, published like <laughs> that. There's like
3: total like. There's evidence. Is written. Yeah, whatever it may be. But if you deny, deny it, it. You're being cooched.
0: But it's uh, that's on you because Neil explicitly says, "Don't be denied." That's right, man. That's <laughs> the kind of Neil look. Dad humor you're going to get on this. That's podcast. right. There's a
3: lot of that also.
0: Uh, if you're a new listener, uh, there, <laughs> I just feel like more and more we ne- we need to publish a glossary of. Yeah, all
3: Yeah, I got to work on that.
0: Yeah. Well. It, I think the big one is FNM comes up all the time. Right, fucking Neil, man. For that's, fucking easy Neil man. that's easy enough. That's easy enough. And then it's uh, all
1: the like the time traveling vampire stuff, yeah, and, mm-hmm. shit like that. I don't remember the, titty the episodes. Bird. Yeah, the Titty, titty bird, bird was from Zuma. The uh, the semen
3: talk. That's, a lot, <laughs> that's just a lot all of Luke. That. That's, that's Luke. That's true. That's not that's, Russ or I. That's, that's all Luke. That is fair. There is some semen references on here. We'll we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. A lot of load talk.
0: A lot of spud. <laughs> uh, not a lot, but some more spud talk. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's got a lot of potato references in his music. Maybe
3: Mark Mothersbaugh influenced him with did. his Probably. theory on the potato being the And his little graffiti
1: know, thing that he was putting. That's
3: right. His, He's right. you know he, he respects the potato. It's on every plate, but yet it gets no respect. Not like the asparagus. <laughs> Which and is again, green, green, green and beautiful. again, if you want to know
1: what the fuck we're talking about, go listen yeah. to our interview. Listen Mark to Mark Mother's, Mother's Bob. Bob yeah.
3: from Devo. Listen to his interview. We it's do. almost He's impossible
1: great. to get through an episode without us bringing up something from... <laughs> right. Well, know. we talk about ourselves a lot. Yeah, that's true. Like According a big to big big a lot thing. of uh, listeners. Listen, you guys might think we're these podcast gods, but we're human beings, okay? Yeah. We sound like podcast gods
3: we do. with this new AKG microphone. That's true. You do. Me and Russ sound like shit. That's well,
1: true. Yeah. It's all the microphone. stop putting us up on a pedestal. Nope.
0: So wing and a miss. That was no, not an no. SCC That was not. <laughs> but I got you to say SCC Thank you. Yeah, oh,
1: that's a win.
0: Um, before we get into this album and social media stuff, a uh, few quick announcements.
1: I gotta say, Luke, this is a, this is a good. drink. I do love this drink, drink, drink right? Luke. That's Thank a you. that's Thank a home I'm run. Very right proud of, here. of. Yeah, that's Thank a good drink. Uh, this
3: is the perfect like christmas drink
0: 2021
3: totally yeah you're right yeah, it's got it totally that fits. little like it's a little that winter holiday spice yeah. yeah i'm telling you 20- without being pumpkin spice right so cheers to that
0: 2021 yeah. we're gonna do a new a youngsters young, if you
1: want to try this
0: a young themed drink send us your picture book. of it
1: we want to see the pictures of your uh ragged squirties <laughs> Send us your. I don't know how I feel about calling it a ragged send us JPEGs quirky. of your ragged squirties. And if thanks you guys to AKG once shoes. again for supplying yeah. the
3: microphones.
0: So the, for all
1: this shit, uh,
0: I don't want to call them ragged squirties anymore.
1: I do. We got it. Look, we stuck with youngsters. Yeah. Now our youngsters are going to be taking pictures of their ragged squirties and Get sending used to them to it, us. Luke. That's yeah. what this is now. Right. This is your life now.
3: You started it, man.
0: It sounds like a shitty Pokemon. <laughs> Ragged Squirty? Yeah. Six <laughs> squirtles, baby.
1: <laughs> it's a, it's a I choose you, Ragged Squirty. God, Luke,
3: you are such a nerd. Yeah, I thought whatever. I was a nerd. Says but... the
1: guy who, who was desperate to do this Neil Young podcast with us. <laughs> yeah, but at least I'm not like overly into- I'm nerdy about
0: cool stuff, Russ.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: like Harry Potter. I'm nerdy Potter. about Neil Young. Po- but, fucking Pokemon. I mean, Pokemon and Harry Potter.
0: I guess you're a Digimon guy. I don't know. What do you want me to say? I don't
3: even know what that is.
0: <laughs> I don't either, actually. I do, guys. I do. Yeah, I do. I also
1: do, I was born in 91, so...
0: Anyway, quick announcement before we get into this. We have a website now. It's com. Not to be confused with longmayyouyoung.com, which eventually will be redirected right. to us. Is there a
3: link to that up on the uh, website now? So uh, to our podcast see? or to the... Yeah, so people can see the David Crosby whalebone phone <laughs> thing. I don't
0: know, but... <laughs> oh, also, what the fuck? You guys got interns now over at Breaking the Ice? I had
3: no idea. Good for you. I I logged on and there's some dude that looks like Cat Stevens sitting there. Seriously, looks exact. (laughs) He looks like Cat Stevens right when Cat Stevens converted to Islam, like right when he changed his name to Yosef. (laughs) So so when you
1: were when you were like on the mic and stuff, and you were like, do you think I should? So what should I do? Should I like speak up? And he he was like, if you want to speak up, speak (laughs) Speak up. I'm being followed by a dumb intern. <laughs> seriously, he, does,
3: he has the beard. Ooh, he has the baby, beard baby, and everything. It's a
1: Josh word, and that's the
3: first thing I said. I was like, "Who the fuck invited Cat Stevens onto the podcast?" And they were like laughing, and but he's he's not as, he's not Muslim. He's just from Brooklyn. What's
0: well, funny is that because I've been thinking about getting <laughs> an intern for long, may you young,
1: <laughs> and I believe it could be seriously. He's getting could uh, be Dan Moshpit. <laughs> I do this other
3: podcast with with uh, Josh Dolan and Isaiah. It's called Breaking the Ice, and they got an intern. He's actually getting credit.
1: Like Are you serious? Yeah,
3: this is like a legit internship.
1: Wait, how old is he? If he I looks was like, like Cat Stevens, and he's an intern.
0: He, I don't remember what we were talking about, but it probably had something to do about radio. That's so Josh again, Dolan.
1: if you have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, sorry go back oh, and whatever. listen to the early episodes. Our yeah, friend Josh so. Dolan, Mike Shue, also does a podcast with Also,
0: him. you should know on this podcast, if someone says a quick announcement, it's not going to be a quick announcement.
1: Yeah, are we going to talk about
3: Neil Young or what? Well, I've no. been
0: trying to. You guys keep fucking talking about Cat Stevens and shit, okay? You brought it up again. Listen, listen okay. I didn't want to talk yeah, about Luke, Luke, this is what Luke, This is a classic an Luke. This
1: is a classic Luke. He totally derails us and then gets mad because we take too long. It's T- an SCCL. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. There us. you go. Derailing no, again. I'm derail trying us. to make a point. I said I
0: want to make a quick <laughs> announcement and you fucks just keep going on these tangents, all right?
3: Okay. Look, we got to talk about Ragged <laughs> Glory. Yes, but it deserves to hours. let me just get, get this announcement out. Okay. We
0: have a website now. Yes. It's longwayyouyoungpodcast.com. On that website, we have merch, okay? If you click on it's not all of it's not available yet. We're we're still waiting on some stuff. We got some stuff ordered but we got t-shirts, we got hats. Someone brought up Dan Moshpit. Shout out to Dan Moshpit because he was the first person to buy a t-shirt. A very limited amount of t-shirts available. Hopefully they'll be in, like we'll have them before Christmas right. and we'll send them out to you. You'll probably get them, I'm hoping, before the new year. But no guarantees on when you'll get them, but order them anyway. Or if. <laughs> no, they are coming. <laughs> yes, they are coming. Yeah. Um, but oh, and thanks
3: to Dan Moshpit, you can buy a download of the theme song. That's right. And he bought one of those too, and that's only a buck. And, and I think it's worth at least three. Oh, thanks, Mike. So you know that's a deal.
0: Well, every every time you go to our website, it helps us. If you Google Long May You Young, click on, find our website, click on it, and buy. Literally, every little thing helps. And on that note, we are uh, looking for sponsors for this podcast. Yes, we'll gladly yeah. accept
3: sponsors like AKG. <laughs> Fine yes. people make sexy microphones,
1: and we. It's did, nice that we got a microphone, but we also really want money. Yeah, well, uh, we'll
4: <laughs> or also,
3: product. I mean, if you're a brewery, the product is,
4: I'll,
1: I'll, like if Carlson's. Uh, yeah, cider, Carlson's. We've been trying to get since we you know, <laughs> know. Well, they want to send we, us a couple of cases a week. We will we we'll work with that, and
0: we make drinks every week on yeah, this podcast. Because we're giving That's them right.
1: free airtime right now. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And we yeah. have
0: been for a while, but our podcast yeah. does way better than I thought it did. As far when as, we're drunk, as far well as far as numbers go, we do like decently well so if uh, it, and i'm sure most of our fans are drunk idiots like us i, I hope so
3: yeah. i hope they are yeah
0: but anyway because
3: the drunker you get the better we sound
0: i'm, I'm very proud of this drink I've, i think i've never it's been really good. Of this is a I very really good, good drink i like yeah. it a lot the ragged squirt. good job luke thank you uh quick uh, another note if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes, we will read your review. We got another one. It just said "Freedom" with a question, not a question mark, <laughs> an exclamation point. This is from Nick Andrew Hoey. I think he left a review before, but he said another great show, gents. Loose change in my pocket, future in my hand. Wow! I think that's 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 Neil Young lyrics from something.
3: I thought that was uh, Ed Sheeran.
0: I thought it, at first I thought it was Springsteen, but no, I think it's Neil Young lyrics. We'll have to look it up.
3: We don't know. We don't know anything don't really about Neil Young. That. We're just <laughs> making it up as we, just, we go along. Yeah, slowly yeah. Figure it out, Any more reviews? That was it for reviews. Uh, from the Neil Young subreddit where I post the episodes, and there's been a great discussion about Ragged Glory on there if you want to get involved. okay. A lot of people saying, and I totally agree with this, you got to listen to it while driving at full volume. Yes. It really is one of the best driving albums of all time. I listened to it. On, I used to, When I lived in Richmond, Virginia, and would drive back here. It would it would be part of the trip every almost every time. Okay, we'd let nice. that fly. It was it's just fantastic. Crack a couple of squirts up. and yeah, just... just like pounding the squirts on the Jersey Turnpike. Pounding that's, the squirts <laughs> on
0: the New Jersey Turnpike at <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, The on the Neil Young subreddit walk like a giant says the '80s was like a Shawshank prison for youngsters, and this album. This is talking about the Freedom episode, and this album was us coming out the end of that escape tunnel, just like Andy Dufresne. Freedom, indeed, yeah. great episode. Yeah. I know you'd like that. Yeah, yeah that's I did like great. Because that. Luke's a Neil, uh, a Neil Young freak, <laughs> and a Stephen, hey, and Sha- a Stephen King. Shawshank's
1: right. my favorite movie.
0: I think it's my it's in my top five.
3: Uh, the guys uh, over at Performance Anxiety, which I, I uh, he invited me on to one of their podcasts. I had a great dis- you'd love it, Russ. It was a great uh, defense of hair metal. Okay, from the eighties.
1: Where you went on there? Yes, yeah, oh, I actually, I
3: I, yeah, they actually let me on there what, with a uh, with come Ryan. Already? No, not yet. Okay, with uh, Ryan, who's a guitar player in Soul Asylum right now, and uh, one other dude, I forget his name. Sorry, but uh, performance nice. anxiety also part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. We still
1: said, gotta get the Punk Tree guys on here for an yeah, episode. We'll figure it
3: out. He said, uh, "Hey, Patterson Hood and Long May You Young, please let me know when Chlamydia for Christmas is released. I want to sign <laughs> seven inch signal single. <laughs> sorry." Seven so we we mentioned we joked about that, and then uh, Patterson Hood said his wife wanted him to write a Christmas song, and he said fuck that shit. But then he rethought it when he heard the words chlamydia for Christmas, and you guys offered to contribute. So we're still waiting on him to yeah, we'll uh, see. Mm-hmm. to send over the papers for our people to look at.
1: It's coming, our no people. pun intended. <laughs> By our people, you mean your intern from the your other podcast, <laughs>
3: Cat Stevens, Yosef. <Joseph>. Yeah. <laughs> And I wanna thank um the Struggling Artist Podcast, that's at Podcast TSA on Twitter for recommending us like um or replying to at podcast TSA. They asked like what what podcast do you recommend listening to? And he threw us up there. Nice. At Long May You Young. Deep Hell yeah. dive into the albums of rock legend Neil Young. So thank you very much. The Struggling Artist Podcast, yeah, which thanks. I was also on. I wanna say what's up to Trev.
1: Jeez, you're a podcast whore. You're I gonna,
3: am, man. I'm trying to get the word out, guys. I'm actually going to
0: be on another one tomorrow. Oh, Are you? Jesus Christ! Yeah. I was already on. Distort- is it those
3: people that you were on <laughs> with before? What was it called Distorted, no, Distorted Op- Opinions? Yeah, Great opinions.
0: podcast. I was on with them already. They record like twelve weeks in advance.
3: I know some people like record like <laughs> oh, ten wow. of them all at once, like in three yeah. days, and then yeah. they just kind of put them out. Which these. is probably yeah.
0: good. Like it's like we're like, should yeah. we do it? We're just Wings winging it. It comes out today. <laughs> we're just out. winging it.
1: <laughs> no, it's usually Monday. We're either. the
0: crazy horse of podcasts. That's right, man. <laughs> we really are. We just
3: kind yeah. of you know, throw it out there and see if yeah. it works. Um, Oni or Lord Oni Sir on Twitter says, "Hey, at Long May You Young, your podcast got me to listen to Trans out of morbid curiosity, and it was an experience. <laughs> you put the three periods in there." Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It's called an ellipsis, Mike. Ellipsis, thank you. Then I had to re-listen to that episode for validation that this album was, wow, that happened. <laughs> exact words. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and I we're uh, at Long May You Young on Twitter. If you uh, want to get in touch with us.
1: We're also at Long May You Young on Instagram. A couple of youngsters here. Tanner Kennedy in response to freedom. He said, absolutely, Freedom Rips, and Patterson was the perfect guest. I love that dude, because he had said, great episode. Mm. Uh, Mikey Long Music is also a a youngster. He said, best episode yet. Russ, you almost made me tear up at the end. Great work, and uh, great work all, and a new DBT fan here, Drive-By Truckers. Nice. Uh, Larso Lawson also said, fantastic episode. And then, like, a bunch of people shared... um, on their Instagram, our, nice. our, our episode. And then Scott Parks. Scott Parks. Is Scotty a Parks. And he shared, he like posts what albums he's listening to on his Instagram all the time with like a now playing sound. Yeah. Oh, he, is
3: he the vinyl junkie guy?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's Scott Parks. Oh, yeah. awesome. He posted our album. Oh, nice. He's listening to. Yes, that's right. I Make saw Things that. Better, yeah. yeah. Town Which is
3: an excellent album. Everybody should seek that out as yeah. well as the uh, Luke Condon solo album. That's right. Sad in October. That's right. Very a few nice. months away,
0: though. We're all happy now. Um, we are? We're good? No, we're getting there. I
3: was worried. I listened to that album a few times. I'm like, oh, oh Lukey. <laughs> uh-huh,
4: <laughs> thanks.
0: Oh. I have an intern now, so I'm happy again. Oh, good.
1: I pay him with tea for the Tillerman, so.
4: <laughs> also, oh, my God. Also, today, <laughs> also on Instagram,
1: today is the present, uh, is the tag, and she said, Youngsters, podcast is very great with a heart. Oh, nice. Yeah.
3: That means she loves us.
1: She loves us.
0: Nice. I'm also new to (laughs) to Instagram. I literally just got one because I wanted to plug my solo album a little more. Mm -hmm. But I've been talking a bunch with uh, another youngster, Elliot Moses, Mm -hmm. who is uh, he does he sent to me uh, a cover they did of L.A. Oh, wow, pretty damn good. That's a cool cover. And uh, I'm gonna I I got I haven't looked it up. I'm bad at checking my messages. But I got to look it up. But uh, I want to plug his band. And I think he said a couple of the members of Uncle Cracker are in his band. Get out. I swear to God. No. Yeah. They're Detroit uh. guys. So, but yeah, he's a huge, like, Neil the Young Boys. guy, a big the band guy.
1: Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, shout out to Elliot. That's Moses. awesome. Yeah, he's always on our Instagram.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I won't read everything on Facebook. There's way too much. Oh, you... I posted, yeah, I posted yeah. the album cover up. But there I'll for read a few things glory. to kind of get us into the Ragged Glory conversation. Um I'll start with Scott Parks because this was fascinating to me. He said, "Absolutely incredible record." I was hoping for a 30th anniversary vinyl reissue, but it didn't happen. And then this part: the original pressing is pushing a hundred dollars on discogs. Wow! For that, I don't have. I don't have it. I wish I had this on vinyl.
3: There is a reissue coming out. It was supposed to be out two years ago, right? Um, but it's they found 38 extra minutes. Of music, which he was going
0: to release as Ragged Glory Two, correct? Or is that something else?
3: No, you're right. He was going to do that, um, but they're just going to reissue it as a double album.
0: So, on the vinyl note, I will say this from uh, someone named Paul Gase, Giamatti. Yep, Paul Giamatti. No, Mm -hmm. Paul uh, Gase or Gassy. (laughs) Giamatti. Uh, He says one of the most exciting. I'm never going
3: to drink Merlot. (laughs) Fuck that.
0: (laughs) sorry Sorry. decently angry Giamatti impression uh Paul says one of the most exciting moments in my listening experience was hearing those amazing notes at the beginning of country home simply great yeah Um, but then at the end of this he says warning the vinyl version is horrible he says wait for the 2021 or 22 expanded reissue the vinyl or the album was simply too long for two sides of vinyl no bottom end and very quiet which is probably Hmm. right because it's this album is over an hour long and most vinyl, like, they don't recommend right. you go in more than 20 minutes per side. Yeah. Or 24 tops, I believe. So, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And then... Um,
1: well, it's great on the archives. on the,
0: so on the, so app. On the
3: app. It is yeah. so different. It is. Yeah, it yeah. really amazed me how, how more live yeah. it sounded in high res. Because you can hear where Neil's... Doing his like ah, thing, you know, he's like wavering, yeah. and you can hear him moving around the mic, right? Which is, I mean, yeah. it just adds so much to it.
0: Another note on the vinyl: Good old John Locke says, "Just started to really listen to this record last week, despite owning a signed copy of it." Jesus. Oh. Uh, but over the past week, and especially today, it's grown on me. Um, I'm trying to get to all of the. I'm not going to get to all of them, but I'll just read a few of them. Sam Bradley says, "If Long May You Run birthed yacht rock, then I guess Ragged Glory birthed grunge."
3: That's debatable But it did come out Right as Grunge Was Taking off And it wasn't quite Mainstream yet In 1990 You know Nirvana You know uh, Nevermind Hadn't really hit Wasn't even Recorded yet I don't think Mm. You know Pearl Jam Hadn't released anything When was Nevermind
0: Was that 92
3: I think it was 91
1: I wanna say I don't know I have no idea Listen This isn't a Nirvana podcast you're right. This is a this is a Yusuf Stevens podcast. Welcome
3: to In Utero, a deep dive into Nirvana. My name is Percy.
0: Welcome to Tape Me from the Green Tape Mile. Me. Jeez. Welcome to Polly Wants a Podcast.
3: Welcome to Long May You Never Mind. Why
0: are we this shitty California guy from the well, '90s? I know, too. right? I'm sorry.
3: Smells like teen podcasts. But you know, he did. He did. Earned that Godfather of Grunge label, and it was yeah. mostly because you know this—the timing of this album coming out—I can't—I can't really say you planned it because 1990 was right at that point where it's a time
1: traveling vampire. It's very what true. Else do this, people
3: need this proves it. He is a time traveling vampire, but it's—it's it's like it didn't. Re- it was just starting to get out of Seattle at this point. You know that that
1: whole that yeah. whole scene yeah, was, and
0: everything. It was, first it was moving west to Seattle, but then it started to Well,
1: and speaking movies. of that whole scene, Pearl Jam covers Neil all the time. They cover, cover, cover fucking Fuckin up. up all the time. Yeah. Well, they yeah, they they did an album with a mirrorball. Yeah. And
3: uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: Do you have the, the yeah. one he, of their versions of fucking up? I'm sure I can pull it up yeah. towards the end, yeah.
3: He was I think he really attached himself to Pearl Jam because he knew that they were genuine, but at the same time I think he felt that he didn't want what happened to Kurt Cobain to happen to them, and he could see that they were getting huge Yep. and that it was fucking with their heads. And I th- he just basically went in there and said, you guys are already successful. You can do anything you want. Mm. And they were like, oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One of my favorite interviews oh, with yeah. those guys is uh, there's some MTV interview, and someone said, so can you tell us a little bit more about the Seattle scene and then fucking... Uh, Eddie was like, he looked at one of the other guys in the band, and he's like, what a great question. No one ever asks about the Seattle scene. <laughs> <laughs> Just being a fucking dick about it.
3: Yeah, but that whole I don't grandfather this, of grunge thing. I don't know if this thing,
0: album's grunge, but you can there are well, notes stuff, of it in it. Well,
3: you know what? It's yeah. not like he did anything different to make it the way he sounded. It, this is like a Crazy Horse album. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. through and through. I mean, the, the, you have updated recording well, all of the, equipment and stuff like that. But I don't, you know, he, he, I don't think he went out of his way to sound like that. He wanted to get back with Crazy There was some doing in getting back with Crazy Horse on yeah. this. He had, he had a bad relationship yeah. with Ralphie Molina and Billy Talbot because he had, you know, what he did with Crazy Horse through the 80s and, it wasn't a good experience, and he made them go through all it's the funny stuff. Funny because Frank was kind of
1: there for all of it.
3: Frank stayed on with it, and yeah. Frank, like Frank, embraced technology as opposed yeah. to the other two guys. Frank became a computer expert, yeah. and you know Frank was into the whole Blue Note
0: thing. He was a
1: computer man. Turns out
0: the other two guys were right <laughs> to not. Well, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: I guess you could say yeah, but they were like their their relationship, especially after the Blue Notes thing. You know where he fired both of them, yeah. You know Billy and, and Ralphie. So he had to set up a meeting with them and Briggs, and Briggs was like, look, you're just part of the band. You want me to produce this album? You're just another one of the guys in the band to me. If you try producing this album, I'm fucking leaving. I don't want you getting your fingers into any of this shit. And then he had to set up a meeting with Crazy Horse, and Poncho had to kind of talk to the guys first to convince him to go to this meeting at some ranch somewhere in between his ranch and Los Angeles. and then when they got there, it was super tense and Ralph was like, you know I, Ralph he said if he says one wrong thing, I'm walking out of there So it was just a bad situation. So Neil ends up like apologizing for everything, everything in the 80s. It's all my fault. you know what I really? put you, what I put you guys through and what I was going through with Geffen. You know, that's all my fault. I take full responsibility. I, re- I apologize for the way I treated you, and, and I didn't have faith in you and all this stuff. And then Ralph was like, well, if we're going to record an album together, I don't want to do it at the ranch.
0: Really? <laughs> right? I don't want to
3: do it at Broken Arrow, all right? And we want to, him and Billy were like, we want to take our time with it. We want to really work on the songs. We were r- really work on the recording. What ended up happening is they recorded at Broken Arrow... <laughs> And they spent three weeks recording And then, they, and then <laughs> they
1: went, and then they went, and we also want to bring in our friend, Rusty Kershaw. And then that's they, right. And yeah. then they stepped aside. Rusty comes in with like a bone saw. Right. And he's like, bone saw is right. ready.
3: And he put a gun in Neil's face. <laughs> yeah. And he said, I want a case of Fritos now.
0: <laughs> I had to get I, a Spider-Man reference. No, on. I got it. That was great. Um,
3: so that's that was like, it took a lot of doing to get back with Crazy Horse. But I'm
0: so glad that it worked out. And I'm also so glad they recorded at the ranch. And I love the way they recorded this album. I
3: know. It's a, it, it's, it's awesome. kind of like what yeah, they did it was with like, Tonight's Night. Was tonight. it, two sets a day?
0: Two sets a day, never and in the for same two order. Weeks. Yeah, so nothing repeated. They would so just the order of the songs. And then they just did it for, yeah, for, a, for a few weeks. I thought weeks. it was two weeks. And then, yeah. uh, and they, did, and then
1: they they, they took the best take. And, yeah. Well,
3: the thing is they didn't listen back to it. Right. They just recorded for two weeks. And the guy who Briggs brought in this engineer who he really liked, um, I think it's Mark Hanlon. And Mark Hanlon had always Wait, wanted Mark Hamill? Yeah, Mark Hamill. Whoa. Why? Do you know that name? From summer school? Yeah. <laughs> From Corvette Summer School? So-
0: You're thinking of Mark Corbett right? Summer oh, School, somewhere. Mark Hamill's Cor- fucking Luke Skywalker, still idiot. Cor- <laughs> that's
1: still awesome though. <laughs> I got my marks <laughs> what wrong. What was his Mark name? In Summer Mark School. Mark I don't, don't know Co- why. I just was his did name that. Mr. Cooper? I think it, it was so- Mr. Cooch. was, it? was it? no. Was it Mr. Cooch? It was something so like funny. that. No, it wasn't. I feel ashamed <laughs> because I'm a huge Star Wars guy. no,
0: you like Star Wars more than me and Mike combined. I know. Oh, dude, I'm finally watching The Mandalorian. It's 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 good. Yeah, the second it's, season's awesome. Wait, did are you, wait on did the you see the second season yet? I'm halfway through it, yeah. Have you
3: got have I'm you seen nice. the Rosario Dawson episode? I did. No. I'm caught up. <sighs>
0: no, don't say anything. Oh, it's so good. All right. That's
3: my favorite one so far.
0: All right. I'm ca- yeah. it's good that though. That is a good one. I just I, I really like that, this most recent one though. I also love the Giancarlo Giancarlo Esposito. Just always plays the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> just. I know. He's
3: Gus. He's Gus Frain in space. He's, he's Gus Frain in space. Yeah. Right. yeah Exactly.
0: Or in fucking The Boys. He's just Gus He's Fring Darth Gus. Him. Right. Just like Space Apollo <laughs> yeah. Creed. He's, he's Darth, just, Gus. Darth Gus. Darth Darth Gus. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Los Poyos <laughs> Hermanos from the dark side. <laughs>
0: Even in community, he just plays this like sneaky. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Hold on. Hold on a second. Los Poyos empo- Empyros. Hey, hey. Are
3: you just drinking straight Fireball out of the I bottle right taken, now? I took one sip. I'm, I just noticed you have a I'm bottle making, of Fireball in your hand. Got it between his legs. Put Relax. the fucking bottle Relax. down, man. Hey, Here, you talk we're about Neil Young need another myself. ragged All right, All right set him up. So I'll, anyway, I'll yeah. More. So this guy, uh, Handlin, he's the engineer, and it's the first time he's working with Neil Young, and he doesn't start off well because they're in there playing together, and he heard something. He walked into the barn where they were recording. And he walked in front of Neil's amps to fix something, and Neil stopped and turned around and said, don't ever fucking walk in front of my amps while I'm playing. What? (laughs) And he was like, oh, that was from Shaky, from Jimmy McDonough's Shaky. And he said, that was a bad start. So he was out in a mobile truck, and Briggs said, look, you got to just capture the moment, you know, like Briggs does. It's the sonic verite. And he said... They're not going to listen. Don't let them listen to it. Don't let them listen to what they recorded because they're going to overanalyze it. Neil Young said the same thing. You just play it the two sets a day for three weeks. Change the, like you're playing a gig or whatever, but don't listen back to it. So this guy was so terrified on the day of playback because then, like you said, they went in, they listened to the takes Mm -hmm. and they picked the ones they liked. Right. He was thinking, what if they don't like the way it sounds? And for three weeks they've been playing and I did a shitty job recording it. And he yeah. said he had his bag packed in his car ready to go on the wow. day of playback because he was just gonna run. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> but they obviously they ended up liking what he did. Fuck and so did all of him. us. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's I think that's what a, was the guy's name? What was it was it? Mark Hamlin, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Hamill. Some kind of actor, I guess. Was he? No. <laughs>
0: What oh, a piece of junk. <laughs> that's what he was afraid yeah. Neil was going to say. Mm.
3: Did you only get one of those beers? It's like shooting Womp Rats. Be- Womp Rats? Was Womp that Rats. It? Womp Rats in Beggar's Valley. Yeah, Mark Hanlon. I think that's his name. Shit.
1: Hold on. You got to edit this, Luke. I'm not I'm totally editing this. Lost. No,
0: just because you guys fucking pounded your first ragged squirties.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm blaming my Star Wars flub on your fucking squirties. Squirties, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that,
3: that is a great way because there's you don't think about it. You don't go in and listen to what you recorded and then want to change things right away. Right. You're kind of set with this is your performance, and you know, luckily it came out great. But they did that. Yeah. He did that with tonight's the night too. I believe they just kept playing and they kept recording, and then afterwards they kind of went through everything and picked the best takes. As you can tell from the Neil Young Archives Volume Two and that awesome oh version. God, yeah of um speaking out mm. where Neil is so shit faced. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome.
1: Did you guys r- r- get through it all yet? The archives still haven't. No, have it, no, no I haven't
3: gotten well, through. Well, I all
0: kept listening yet. to this. I like you said Russ, you get to the end of this album and I got my Spotify set or even the archives to just go rip right to the beginning. Mm-hmm. And once that the the first track hits that yeah. It's yeah. so you just can't not. Can't not go right all the way
1: through And it, then man. it
3: kicks in and it's just like this it's like a wall of sound. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's crunchy, but it's got melody to it. And then right here.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like that that sort of distant guitar, like it's swallowed up by yeah. the, you know. But, that, but this, then
3: you add those harmonies on top of yeah. it. So it's like crunchy, it's loud, but then you've got these beautiful harmonies on top yeah. of it.
1: And so many bands. There are. This this album does have some awesome vocal stuff, some singing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Some yeah. of their best vocal performances. And every song, except for the last one, because it's obviously just like an anthem. Right. But I'm pretty sure every song has like a a hook, and the, and the guitar yeah. has like a riff, a, like a catchy riff. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. and That's why is, I was saying, to what you were saying about Freedom, I was saying I think this one is more catchy, because... Freedom doesn't have that same sort of everything is hooky and catchy like this one does.
0: Right. I, I meant more. I, freedom to me was okay. So the difference between freedom and this one, this one's more pure to me. Freedom, he still has. He's got like little whispers of the eighties, and not necessarily in a bad way. But he, they're still there. This one, it's just him and the horse. It's right. Like the and four it's four fucking guys in a room. And it's great. Yeah, it's and what they, they do the best. Yes. Yeah. So it, and I. It it's it's not even like I like one or the other better. I think I do probably lean towards this one better because it is it just feels so pure and so so like almost joyful is does that, that make is sense? the perfect
3: word for it. Yeah. You can hear the joy in their playing. Yeah. You can hear the interaction and the fun they're having with each other. Mm-hmm. You can totally hear in the... Vi- and that's what they always said about like Briggs and Neil and everything. Don't spook the horse. And there was no spook in the horse
1: Yeah, on it, this
3: one. That's actually... The guy's name is John Hanlon, not Mark Hanlon. Well, I'm sorry. But that's what Briggs told John at the very beginning before they started rolling. He was like, mm-hmm. look, the first thing you got to do is get a good relationship with Crazy Horse. Because if you get in good with those guys, they'll feel good about you. They'll yeah. feel good playing. Because mm-hmm. then they get paranoid or whatever. You know, plus Neil told them they could do any drugs they wanted, whatever they wanted to do, as long as they
0: could play. You know, so that probably no. helped too. I I love when he when he it says according to Young, the appro- that approach of uh, the way they recorded the album. It said it took analysis out of the game during right. sessions, yeah, allowing the horse to not think. Which yeah, is I wrote down great. a
3: quote from him. What did he say? He said, um, "Thinking is deadly for the horse."
0: <laughs> this is <laughs> this is his sixth album with Crazy Horse. At this point, oh, okay, right, um, and I was trying to remember them all, and I could. The one I forgot was Life. I forgot. You almost forget about Life in the eighties. Yeah,
3: well, but that's Life. There's a lot to forget about Life. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the
0: eighties. Yeah, but I think I would say this is not my favorite of his horse record, but this might be my second favorite with Crazy Horse. And uh, Crazy Horse, I don't know if this
1: is. What's your top Zuma? Oh shit. This might is, be my third. this
3: one is the most similar to Zuma. Yes, I think just, this might. Except be. for there's no acoustic tunes on here.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know if it's that similar to Zuma.
1: Well, as far as like the the rock stuff on Zuma, it's
0: not as produced as Zuma.
1: Up to this point, this might be one of my this might mm, mm, might be my top Crazy Horse album. Now, do, are you know.
0: saying that because of the path we took to get here? Do you think, or do you th- or do you mean? just... I just
1: really enjoy this album. In these songs but what I'm saying is
0: would you feel the same if you listened just to like everybody knows this is nowhere and then I
1: don't know I yeah like done if we that. just did yeah. crazy horse yeah. albums <clears throat> that's a good question I might because yeah, because of that. what we just trudged
3: yeah. through oh, we just trudged through a, a yeah you know they call it the ditch trilogy that really should have been I feel like the, if the I 80s, did that it might yeah. be hard to you not know?
1: if if I did that it might be hard to not choose everybody knows this is nowhere or Zuma yeah but then again this album I really like it See this one, I go. I think because I go I back to, to this I one I want to try to separate myself from our deep connections to some of the songs. From everybody knows, this is nowhere in Zuma, right? You know, like Cinnamon yeah. Girl and fucking from Zuma, like Cortez and shit like that. It's, those songs are so in the zeitgeist; they're so Neil, right? That it's hard to separate your your. If I was to just. Uh, I don't know. You know what do you understand what I'm saying? I totally know what you're saying yeah, because
3: yeah. they're it's those those are huge, huge yeah, songs. Yeah. And Ragged Glory doesn't have songs. Well where well in the in
1: the pop in the culture, culture com- they're not. Com- right. right.
3: Compared to those. But like but if to you're me, talking about radio me. play and what, what people is, would know in the mainstream. Right. With what were Neil even Young? the
1: singles off this? Was it Mansion, Mansion on the Hill? Hill was like,
3: yeah, Mansion on the Hill and then um I believe Love to Burn was edited down for a single.
0: I would have thought the first track would have been a single. oh,
3: easily too. I mean I'll,
0: it, I'll, it just ropes you right in. A lot of these, I guess you're right, Russ. This is very yeah. catchy. This is a very a catchy yeah. ass album yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: think once you go th- once we go through it, you're gonna it's, it's would you say it's catchier than Chlamydia for Christmas? I don't mm. know that's, Well we don't know yet. We
0: don't know that's yet I haven't just, heard from Patterson's the only people one who knows yet. that is Neil Young he's, <laughs> that's right, you know
3: but the in the the recording process for this, it was like just like they did with Tonight's Tonight. It was all just live. And so John Hanlon was like, what do I do about all the, everything's bleeding through everything. And I think that added, <laughs> I think that totally added to mm. the sound because the sound is so thick. Yeah, yeah dude. Oh, it's, yeah. It's beefy as fuck. It is. This is, a is Dan Moshpit special. It is. This is the oh, Dan yeah. Mosh Pit fucking yeah. bench press special. Let it bleed. Right? Yeah. yeah. I don't give a fuck about leakage. <laughs> fucking turn it up louder, you pussies. Come more. on! Stop fucking up and more fucking. Let's go! Up. It's fucking leg day. Do it over and over again. Let's go over and over squats. Now. Lats for days. Let's go. That's right. Burn the quads. You got quads to burn. I'm thankful for my hunky seps. We just love Dan Moshpit because he bought merch. That's right. Thank yeah. you, Dan. I'm He's been an, there since the beginning. I'm also
0: annoyed I didn't get picked to be the intern for breaking the ice. What the fuck? I got, Cat Stevens got picked
3: over me. I just polished my Oakleys. <laughs> Dan Moshpit is probably not like that at all. Might, We're just oh, guessing. I don't know. We're yeah, Thank yeah, you for having a know. sense of humor. What
0: if it's actually just Dan Fogelberg? That'd be tough because isn't he dead?
3: Supposedly, yeah. I don't know. He changed, and he changed his name to Dan Moshpit to be more low key. Yeah, I don't know. He's the only guy in the Moshpit with hiking boots on. <laughs> fucking Fogelberg.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Please don't say fucking Fogelberg. So you you have
1: some more shit there, Shu, or I, I wanted to. I um, you inspired me last week. Why? What did I do? Because you got back to the theme thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then that sparked it in me. For, no, that's Mike's thing now. For this. No, sorry. that's my thing now, Russ. Do you have one for it's this mine. One? Or no? I do. Actually, well, what do you, what's yours? Let's so, just So, that. So, th- I don't know if it's an AA thing or if it's... I heard it. I heard this a while ago when I was listening to like Ram Dass or something. This idea of, of uh, this sort of trilogy to when you're in... When you're lost in a in a, either like crazy thought patterns or addictions or just whatever sort of negative thing that you're in your mind or in your life that you're at there's this sort of system you can use to help yourself sort of i guess get out of it yeah and obviously my i'm not using the appropriate language probably but it's the three prong sort of thing is that you it's observe accept surrender and so when you were talking last week, it, th- I think this one, this album ties in and is almost the second part to what you were saying last
3: week. That uh, there's a price for everything?
1: Yeah. So I think this is the the second part of that. So if, that, if last week you're observing that there's a price for everything, right? This is the next step in that where you're accepting what that means mm. and, and you're you're hopefully moving towards the final step of surrendering to to that. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, and I'll as we go through, I'll sort of I'll so for instance, you, you talked about the, the price to pay, right? Mm-hmm. Freedom, fame, success, et cetera, yeah. Right, all that stuff for your for your actions for whatever. Uh, so then for this one, it would be that you let's say now you okay you observed that that, that that's what's going on. Now you you accept that you are going to keep fucking up, right? So you 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 observed it, but that now AKG you,
3: really picks up the uh, <laughs> the burp noise, the, the gas up. from my Italian sub.
1: Then I have to accept that, right? You yeah. know, so. But like, you're going to keep going back in your mind o- over a lost love over and over again, right? Yeah, right, like right, that type yeah. of shit. That that, and hopefully, and I'll, as we go through, like I'll point out times, okay. but I think this is that next step. I think this is sort of if 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 freedom was observing it this is sort of accepting it and and hopefully hopefully moving on to to you know surrendering to it and not letting it control you
3: i had a very i guess it it was it's a similar okay theory on this which is move forward Mm. right so yeah it's kind of what you're saying yeah accept it move forward yeah my whole thing was like there's obstacles in your way there's things that you're gonna fail at so what the failing forward yeah Right, so if you're gonna fail, you're gonna fail doing something and then taking that knowledge, like the eighties, mm. right there was in our opinion, lots of failures. He was taking that mm. and moving forward with it,
1: right, and we talked about that with Patterson, you know, Patterson brought up the whole suffering through the eighties, and right. I was saying that's sort of the buddhist Buddhist mystical sort of thing of suffering brings about that freedom. But I think it it goes along with these steps, you know, this three part thing because Patterson also was talking about the duality, right? The duality mm-hmm. of Neil and that sort of binary moving towards non-binary sort of way of thinking. And that ties in exactly with what I think you're saying here. So, for instance, even the title, Ragged Glory. You know, it, it's... You yeah, got it, there. You got there, but it's fucked up.
3: But you... you and you know it's fucked you up. You see of, that it's fucked up. You got a up, lot of scars. And
1: you want to move forward. Like you said, failing right. forward.
0: What were you going to say, Luke? I was going to you guys sound like two motivational speakers going over talking points with each other. <laughs> Right before you hit a good middle school. Hey, Cat okay.
1: Stevens, can we get a little yeah, can uh, we,
0: yeah. reverb over here? you on- can get
3: me a fucking coffee, Yosef? <laughs> <Joseph.
4: laughs> Jesus fucking. No,
0: I know what you're saying. I, mean, I agree with that. Yeah. It de- where, What does Ragged Glory, what does that mean to you guys? Because I've been thinking about the title a lot.
3: It, it kind of means like what Russ was saying. That's what like, I get from. To get to this part with Crazy Horse, they've been through, think about what we talked about. They've been through some shit, deaths. You know, drug overdoses. Fucking yeah. up. Fuck, yeah, just fucking yeah. up. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. There's been a lot of fucking up. There's been a lot of bad blood. There's been tension. There's been judgment calls that nobody agreed with. Right. But they got to this point, yeah. and it seems like we've moved through it. Yeah. You've observed it. Well, you've it, accepted it. Yeah. And now you're taking it and you're putting it. That energy or that knowledge, like, because we talked about in the last episode, he went through all these experiments in the 80s, and it seemed like in Freedom, he was using some of the best of those things he was dabbling with. Mm -hmm. So, even though he made an album like Everybody's Rockin', there was some stuff in there, or you know, the Blue Notes album, there were horns in there, right? You know, and, and so I think Ragged Glory means this is what. We we've achieved it. We're we're here. Right. We're great. We're still alive, but we've got a lot of scars to show for it.
0: I, I had the same feeling, and to me, like we talked about this with freedom last time too, where you that whole idea where you don't get freedom without all the shit before uh-huh. it. You don't get that, and to me, it's like you don't really get glory, whatever your definition of glory is. It, like, there's no such thing as like it, if it's just like this clean, polished thing, and you're like all of a sudden on the top it's fucking fake and you're not it's not gonna last
1: yeah Inle- how long can unless paradise last right. really without you wanting to just press unless, a button that says chaos unless random, it's ragged you know? glory it's not right. glory at all yeah right boom thank you Well, that's beautiful thank you're the motivational
0: speaker thank Luke. you
3: I just wanna fucking build the Eiffel Tower that's right, right on now on that note out uh, of french fries Russ,
0: Mike and I will be at Hopkington middle school uh, right
3: don't do drugs yeah, well, right. let me know what you have, and I'll tell you if it's good or not. I mean, you shouldn't do it. Give it, t- it to us. Yeah, surrender that's it. right. Give me your drugs. And theme: because- Surrender. Your right. Drugs. Surrender your drugs to observe the drugs. Can I just say one thing though mm-hmm. about the '80s and Neil? And I'm glad we're through it, and we made it through it. Yeah, we did. I'm proud of you guys. Yeah, it was. It was hard. Um, yeah, we're out of it, Mike. You lived it. I did live it. It was ragged. It was, it was confusing. Because that's when I got into Neil Young, and then the stuff he was putting out when I was just getting into him was confused. I was like, "Why is he? Why is he doing this?" I'm yeah. listening to Live Rust. I'm like, "Why is he fucking? Why
0: is he doing this?
3: Using a vocoder? Mike just sitting. It's
0: there like jaws what?
4: what are you doing? Stop. It's like Jaws. It's like
0: watching Jaws. Jaws two after the first Jaws. You're like, "Oh, oh wait, my god! Why? What is happening? What why the did fuck? you do this?
3: Why did you make this? No." So he had this quote. I wish I had it in front of me. I think we brought it up in the last episode. Once you destroy everything you've done before you, you attain a certain freedom. Oh, yeah. I'm paraphrasing. It was something yeah. like that. So he did that through the 80s. He he tried his hardest to alienate his fan base and and really lay waste to everything he did in the 70s. Mm. And it was kind of like he was purging to see who who would last. And then... Whoever would last, he rewards them with freedom and ragged glory, and becomes that Neil we all know and love again. My theory is he did the new Coke thing. Okay, Explain. so he was he was already huge, but like Rust never sleeps. He had that whole "I don't want to corrode" kind of thing. I need to keep it fresh. So, do you guys remember New Coke?
1: Mm-mm. Okay, so not really.
3: Coca-Cola had this plan. They were going to put out new Coke. They oh, change- Coca-Cola. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Coke. No, no, not cocaine. No, Because that's been the same forever. Yeah, that's been the tried and true. Um, crack. So, like, new Coke. They put out new Coke. Yep. And it tastes like Pepsi, and it's terrible. Okay. Right? And everyone's thinking, well, Coke is succumbing to the pressure Pepsi's putting on in, like, the 80s and 90s. They're scooping up pop stars and athletes and everything. And yep. They're the drink of a new generation. So, everybody hates it. And then they say, okay, well, we'll put the old Coke out, but we'll call it Coke Classic. And it ends up selling way more and becoming way more popular than it ever was. Huh. Okay. The eighties to Neil may have been new Coke.
4: Uh.
3: He was really doing that. He was really burning it all down, like yeah. he said. Yeah. And then coming and then he came back in the nineties and what happened? He was bigger stronger than ever. Yeah, Neil he was Young. His legendary status. Neil
1: Young classic.
3: Neil Young classic, right? Yeah. And a, it tasted way better The Blue Notes
0: was, was the new Neil Young.
3: <laughs> Freedom was like the the yeah, we'll bring back the the classic Actually, coke. Actually,
0: you're right about the purge thing, Mike, is I got all my bands <laughs> in one room and I gave them one night to to purge. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Molina grabbed a pickaxe and just went to town on the international harvesters.
3: I don't even drink coke. The fuck are you talking about, Mike? I I don't drink corporate soda. I make my own soda.
0: I make my soda from potatoes.
3: That's right, potatoes and honey slides. (laughs) Let's hit
0: it. All right, (laughs) Russ is done. Russ is ready. We're coming on an hour. All right, Uh, we already played this, but it's worth playing again. Yeah, I'll raise my ragged squirty to this.
3: I just want to sit here and listen to the album yeah. and drink cocktails. Yeah, we
0: should do that. <laughs> yeah, we should just do
3: that anyway. Yeah. How about that line right there? So I don't like going down to the flats because I can't get a rolling start, and then I have to pay the bill. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you guys? I don't know. This is. I a- mean, it's obviously a car reference. but yeah. What is that? Is that a metaphor for?
0: I'm going to be fairly useless as far as like lyric interpretations for this. Because you're drunk. I understand. No, but also because that whole line about the like thinking is dangerous to the horse. Right. I feel like applies to a lot of interpretations lyrically of this. And I try, like, I try to dig deep on some of these. Mm-hmm. Like, even this one, this song just feels fucking good to me. I don't know. It does. Mean, yeah. It's just the
3: right combination of chords and the guitar playing. This is one of Neil's best guitar albums, and he takes his time. Oh,
0: I
1: agree.
3: This this album
1: is a big fucking just guitar orgy.
3: And that's that's a key phrase right there. He takes his time with it. Yeah, Mm. doesn't care if the song's ten minutes. Like I, you know what? I never realized until recently that that song is seven fucking minutes long. Yeah, it's not even. even It never even seemed like I was like, oh, it's over.
0: It's not even close to the longest song on the record. No.
1: And it just doesn't even seem like that at all. Every song, on I'm telling you guys, as we go through, think about the guitar riff in this. Dun, 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 dun. Every song has this sort of riff that just fucking yeah. gra- it just Beautiful. hooks you. Yeah, it's, it's just, but at
3: the same time, it's catchy, but it's pretty. It's brutally loud. Yes, and distorted. Like yeah, John he's... Hanlon was saying during the sessions, it was yeah. kind of like those El Dorado sessions we talked about. He this guy couldn't even be in the same room with the band because it was so fucking loud. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's why he was getting the but leakage. He, but he also know?
0: like on on this album especially, you know, uh, you know how when some people buy dogs and then like five years down the road they look like their dog, like yes. their dog and them. You're like, you guys are the same now. That's how I feel like the horse music and lyrics have starting to got on, on this album. So like when you hear this riff. It's the lyrics, without even saying the lyric, like the chorus. I'm thankful for my country, home. It gives me peace of mind. Somewhere I can walk alone and leave myself behind. He doesn't even need to say that. You hear that in that fucking riff, right? If it's you know some what I'm kind
3: saying? of. It's come, it's, some, it's an easy feeling. Yeah. He just despite being super also, loud and hard and distorted. Yeah. It's an easy feeling. Yes.
1: Couple things about that. A peaceful,
3: that. easy feeling. <laughs> oh, Write that down, Luke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> writing it down. Okay. That's from something. Yeah. You like. no. Is it really? Slynn would know what that no,
1: is. Yeah, she would know. Um, <laughs> Some shitty band. A <laughs> um, couple things about that. So, first of all, another, we may have mentioned this in the past with other episodes, probably, but New Neil, new Long May Young Drinking Game is anytime he compares city and country. Yeah. That yeah. is a common theme yeah. from the very yeah. first album. Yeah, from the album cover. Yeah, yes, the yeah. album
3: covers. You know, Trans had that. And, same and we thing. definitely talked about it. then. I think
0: for my whole musical career, what I've just been trying to say is cities and
1: countries are different.
0: Yeah, <laughs> urban but here, areas and rural but here's areas what not I, the he, same. Here, just trying to get that
1: across to people because one has birds. <laughs> here, That's right. Here's here's what I'll say though about that is that to go back, and I'm not trying. To, I swear I'm not trying to force this, but what I think differentiates this song is that he. That line you read, Luke, the, I leave myself behind. Talk about a spiritual, I mean, come on. He, that's, it, why it, he yeah, that's why he did it. That's why he moved to
3: Panga Canyon, and then that's why he moved out of there. But it's just
1: such a, it's such a, the, the again, the observer, right? The mm-hmm. So, who is the I, you know? Who is the Neil that he is referring to? Who's right. the myself that he's right, leaving yeah. behind? And who's the one sit, observing that one that he's leaving behind? So, it's just these cycles you know cycles of Neil that are always trying to get away from themselves and into themselves and find themselves and leave themselves and this to me is taking that thing like you said from the beginning of his career that country city metaphor which is also a literal thing right but he's putting it in this really poetic yeah big guitar fun Mm. riffy beautiful chorus that sing along you know uh, catchy and is presenting something that is I think so essential to who he is yeah, it is and it who is, he thinks he is and who right. he thinks he should be or shouldn't be it's right? always a battle it's yeah.
3: always like you know like that whole line like I have to think to smile, and it's like yeah. well he he likes what he does, but there's parts of things that after a while he needs to get away from that yeah, yeah. like that what's that line you know, uh, I have to play in front of a crowd.
1: It's a crowd of people that I can't face them day to day. Right. Yeah. It's just
3: like that, you know. Yeah. So he, you know, he built this ranch or he bought this ranch, yeah, to get away from it. Yet at the same time, that's where he records yeah, all his stuff. It, again, right? it's you the, know, it's like yeah,
1: it's yeah. that's where du- he does all his business. It's, the duality. it's the duality. The yeah. yeah. duality. Yeah. Yeah. I love this The duality um, of Neil, man. I love the duality
0: of fucking Neil. Oh, we got to change that then. D O N man. Letters. I love this line. So I read a, a review. Of, Don. Uh, Don. I read a review. No, of-
2: no, no, no. We can't have that.
3: Don, man. No. Don. <laughs> fucking Donny. No. Right, I
0: think Shut
4: proud, the fuck up, Donny. There's proud boys outside. Shut up,
0: <laughs> so I, I read this um, review of this song on Media Loper, and I love I love this. Uh, This thing that they write here says country home sets the pace for ragged glory. The sound of four old friends and sometimes enemies playing in a room together, harmonizing on the chorus, everybody watching Neil as he takes a solo after every chorus, wondering if it's going to be a long solo or a short solo Mm. ready to go in any direction he wants to take them. Hmm. In 1990, which at the time felt like a down year for music, a song like "Country Home" was exactly what I needed, and I blasted "Ragged Glory" every chance I could get.
4: That's
1: great.
3: This yeah. is a blasting album. Yeah, you can't can, just like oh, have yeah. this on in the background. This album, you have to turn up no, all the fucking, fucking way, Alexa. Turn it up, man. Alexa. Every, every, song. It up. Every, Alexa song. every song, Alexa. Volume
0: up. <laughs> Unlike most Neil, like new, the Neil albums that stick out to me are very like loud, loud, quiet, quiet, loud, quiet. Right? Yeah. This it's kind is... of a
3: patchwork, but there's no acoustic
1: tunes yeah. here. except
3: the last song but it's not acoustic it's even that you even
0: that you have to blast oh yeah Mother Earth yeah
1: right Um, I think we should invent a new Alexa type device and call it the Alex Neil and instead of an Alexa voice it's Neil
0: no I don't like that
1: Alex Neil what's the weather today it's fucking sunny (laughs) there's birds out everything (laughs) every response has something to do with birds it's a great day for sailing (laughs) with the birds Nice
3: day to hop a train That's and see a bird. <laughs> Can we talk about the potato verse?
0: Yeah. I mean, we have to probably. What does that
3: fucking mean?
0: I don't know it's a great line. It is. W- it's do you, fun it? it cuz they down? he
3: was going to call this song Spud Blues, This song he wrote like in the in the 70s, <laughs> and he wanted to call it Spud Blues.
0: He's just got a thing for fucking like so How it many, must be I, mother's ba? So I don't even know if it's mother's ba, it's mother's ba a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, it's Mother's Boss. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: Mother's Spuds. Yeah, he, he's just so, fascination. So with So
0: you got potato. this, back up a couple albums. or No, he mentions Potatoes on Freedom at some point, doesn't he? I don't know. I thought he does. But definitely on this note's for you. He's got the Spuds reference. Right. But re- well, that's a dog. Yes, but it's still Spuds. Okay, I'll uh, give you that. Reactor, he's got <laughs> right, mashed potatoes. Mashed potato. <laughs> uh, what's the other big one, too, that I'm forgetting? He's got... He, I don't know. On on Neil's Neil's covers, he's got to cover his bases like on like every 3 albums. Birds is a big one. Then The Duality of City versus Country and yeah. then Potatoes.
1: Potatoes. And I'm a farmer at to heart. me this verse is another way of saying what we've already been saying where you if you cross over into someone else's territory, then you start Picking at what they're doing, right? right? Let's say the '80s, right, where he's trying to, he, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. I think that, right? I think he was
3: doing Craftworks thing, yeah, and right? he's doing, and then he was doing the rockabilly you know, the rock, thing his, and yeah, the country then, thing, right?
1: And, and so, and and then, like it says there, it says if you and if you do go down there, like if you do decide to go into someone else's patch, thinking you can find your own potatoes, mm-hmm. your own thing, right. whatever that thing may be, right. They're not your potatoes. Yeah, and then if, yeah, but then he says, like, if you do decide to do that, it very seldom lasts. And then it's perfect because it's what we've been saying here about being confused about the 80s. It says, I found that out once long ago, and it sure got me confused. I still don't know which way to go to lose those old spud blues. I still don't know what I am. Right. I still don't know how to find what's me. He still hasn't found what he's searching for. <laughs> there you go. But does that make sense, Shu? He's U2ing.
3: He's drunking. I'm bonoing. He's, he's drunk UT. He's, he's drunk bonoing.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Not the way you explained it. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's that's what I feel about it is that he's saying he's always trying to find that original Neil Neil classic. Well, he's trying to find what he is. And think yeah. about what he said, like you know, for the old
3: ways album. I can see myself making country music for the rest of my life. Right. And think about what he said with the Blue Notes album. I could see myself playing this music for the rest of my life. Right. But he... It, you know, he, he just yeah. kept changing his mind. It's
1: know? weird. I I was doing some sort of like free writing today, which I haven't done in a while, and I wrote something very similar, where I was saying, um, I, I just basically was like, uh, I I'm constantly concerned that I'm like being too cliche and unoriginal, and I know that that doesn't that that actually doesn't I, I it's it's all written in this sort of free form weird way, but. It, it, it reminds me a lot of this line in particular, which is, I know it's silly because it's about potatoes, but it's, I don't know. I, I feel like we're always trying to be original, and yet we're never, we can't ever really be original. It's this duality, non duality thing. Say where, duality one more time. Shut your fucking mouth. Say duality one more time.
0: Oh, that was a bad, Sammy. I know what you're saying, though, Russ, man.
3: I don't know, Russ. You can't write a song on drums. Let's, um,. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to uh mm-hmm. before we go to <laughs> mm-hmm. we should post that on the page. Yeah, we should. yeah, I post
0: it on the town meeting page.
3: Yeah, you should put it on the line. Because I'm of a good page. admin. Oh, you are. That's right. Can All we right. go to four forty-nine on Country Home before we move on? It's one of my favorite ever guitar parts from Neil. I love that low tone. Yeah. You know, it's just that like low, and it's so on the verge of blowing up. Like the, his guitar <laughs> sound is, is like, you can tell the the, the the speakers are just ready to get ripped apart. Yeah. They're on that verge, and somehow it's just, it's, mm. this is the Neil Young guitar sound I love. Like I said that about Don't Cry Yeah, on Freedom. That's the Neil Young guitar sound I love the most, that like huge... Epic, distorted. You know, it's so huge. It's it's hard for me to put into words. Like it, it could fill a prairie. Yeah, you know what I mean. It it has this never ending sound to it. It just it's just unbelievably huge, and it's it's that the years he spent. If you think listen to the this guitar sound and then go back to everybody knows this is nowhere. Right, and it makes it sound reedy, thin, and. You know, still strong, but this yeah. is so thick, and that's J- what, and, and the technology and is different. I know that's what I mean everything.
1: about sort of it's tough for me between those albums and this one. You know, yeah. because those songs are just so ingrained in not only the culture but in like our psyche. Right. You know, so right. it's hard to sort of separate. I think if you listen down by to the river, enough, Cinnamon though. Girl, because they're so, and I and I, and I believe that they deserve that. But I think this album, and these songs, also deserve some of that, yeah, and then never, absolutely, I'd never, in my opinion, really got it. All right, and so it's hard for me to try to separate out that and think about this album in comparison to that album. Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, that's a great yeah. part. People should listen at home for, just for all that. You know that just really yeah, beautiful this really guitar. is a great shit. guitar album. Yeah.
0: No, oh, totally. I'm, and I'm a little annoyed that it's not coming through like it should. On
3: well, you're fired. Damn, Damn it, you're done. Cat, uh, but get thanks in here, to
1: Cat, how you doing? Come here.
3: Thanks to AK, sorry, Yusuf. Thanks to AKG for making me sound good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's right. go on to White Line.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, these come through better. Sounds weird.
1: Yeah, that riff is pretty prominent yeah, on yeah. The regular
0: archives. I'm now. having connection issues on my iPad.
1: I don't know. It's got that Ghost Riders in the Sky vibe yeah. to it, you know? It doesn't want to pick up the, like, low, that 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 guitar sound that yeah you were because yeah, like I all, think this riff here at the top of White Line is yeah. that same sort of vibe all that all
0: that lead I'm going to have to figure it out before next week because it's driving me crazy it's, it's yeah. never done that before it's, it's never, never ever omitted. done that before yeah. it's like uh, whatever I don't know what to tell you guys I just tried to fuck, well, fuck it, it. I'm out of here oh come on <laughs> No, I'm like super annoyed. Like that's fuck a, you and
3: fuck Stephen it's King. because
0: I'm playing it through my iPad. Watch that. You better watch that. It's going through my iPad through like two different connections into my DI and then into my board and then into the
4: computer. Okay. So something's yeah, it change. does. Like Sorry,
1: computer. it's annoying, but I just I think I just got to get especially with this converter. because the the guitar riffs are so much a part of yeah. this. Well, yeah, this yeah, that's is- what I was going to point out. Again, you have Country Home starts with a riff. Like a fun, a a catchy, and this one too. (laughs) A classic Western kind of vibe. Well, you know
0: what? You know what, youngsters, listen along with us. (laughs) Yeah, please. We'll tell you the parts of the song to go to.
3: This was actually originally on. Have you heard the homegrown
0: version? Yeah, I like it.
3: You you like that? I like this one more,
0: but I like that one.
3: It's a little too laid back for
0: me. You don't like it because Robbie's in it. Isn't Robbie Robertson in this song? Is he the
3: guy playing guitar? I think he oh, is. Oh, I, I was I was Whoa. listening to that, going, "Who yeah. is that on guitar?" Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like Neil playing. It's good guitar,
0: old RR. Really, one of the best members of the band. Yeah, he the is only a true genius. From
3: the band. Yeah, you're an idiot. he was the yeah smartest guy in the room there. That's right. Absolutely. This um, again
1: is another one of these songs that was just stuck in my head.
3: Right. Well, it's a catchy tune. Yeah, and it's a great song, Every man. song man. I mean, you're driving down the road. Here's that load though, that, that you were tune. talking about. Yeah, the load is in this song.
4: You Loki talk about and that I know you're load. excited
3: about it, you know.
0: I know I'm very annoyed. Sorry,
3: that's okay. This is kind of like um, it's got a double meaning, you know. It's like he talks about how much he loves the road. He gets on there whether he's on tour or he's driving. He, he's there to get away from it all, and he loves it. Or he could be talking for, like about a trucker or something like that, you know. And and I just love that the cozy feel. In his lyrics. Mm. Mm. Or it could be just about cocaine.
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think it's about the road. I love a good song about the road. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, me too.
1: I feel like Sturgill Simpson took this song and made his sort of vibe. You yeah. know, Yeah,
0: a
3: little bit. Like, I love the line, I, I come to you when I need a rest. You know, when I needed a rest. You know, and, and it's just, um, it's got that easy feeling. It's got the good vibe to it. That peaceful, easy uh, my, yes. One of my
1: favorites is the "I was adrift on a river of pride. It seemed like such a long, easy ride. You were my raft, but I let you slide. I've been down, but I'm coming back up again. See, that's what I was saying about that sort of cycle, right? And yeah, that that yeah. Uh, that acceptance, you know, and like you said, trying to move forward from it, right? Um, but
3: you know, I've made mistakes along the way, but it hasn't. And stopped now I'm rolling down, down the open road. Yeah, right, exactly. And
1: I under I'm aware that there's a low that I'm pulling behind me, but you gotta keep there's a fucking... huge
3: load Luke
1: yeah. I'm not I'm not taking the bait
3: it's a huge
0: load you guys are bringing it up I'm not alright All right. Well, I'm still like a little bit annoyed at the sound quality cause well, I'm like especially...
1: what was that I think what that was maybe me
4: f- what was that, that what the f- what's that was going on phone. it's that the fucking me. you know what
0: that is it's
3: the fucking drinks
0: no, <laughs> is it?
4: I think that was Cooch. I did put a little, D- I
3: did
0: put a little DMT in the drinks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Fuck it. No I'm wonder like I feel like getting naked.
1: No wonder we're fucking up. Uh, you want me to go to it? Yeah, it's a segue. Right. <laughs> did I ruin your segue?
0: Yes. Sorry to ruin your segue <laughs> party. <laughs>
1: he's he's doing that da-da-da-da again. Yeah. yeah. But I love this. This is
4: awesome.
1: road. and load again. Yeah. More load.
4: It's how you look. And how you feel.
1: I love that. Feel. You gotta hear the chorus. Alright, I'll go back. <laughs>
4: why do I keep fucking up?
1: This is great, man. This is, again, a, another hooky thing with the why do I, mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing. It's and just
3: a... It's just a relentless pounding, though. I love the tribal drums, yeah. In it, yeah. you know, and the and just the layers, the of repetition. In it, there. it doesn't yeah.
1: doesn't get old though, right? No, you know, yeah. it's it's great. And this to me is just, I know it's sort of a little bit silly, but it's super relatable, especially oh, yeah. for an artist. Yeah.
3: You know, it's right. just like, and I mean, this is. You know, is this him like a self-critical artist? Right, is this him talking about his career? It's like he's trying to do everything right, or relationships, or maybe he's just not like he thinks he's just not good at the business, so he's just going to do his own thing. That whole like it's how you look and how you feel. You have to have a heart of steel. Well, I've you know, I'm I'm just fucking up left and right, or at least people are telling me I'm fucking up, right? But I'm still moving forward, you know, despite what these people are saying. Yeah, no, totally. He uh, was talking. I think it was Kurt Loader. I think it was Kurt Loader. He was talking to. He said, "Everyone should play this song. I think it's one of the best rock and roll songs of all the songs I have ever done, and I think the performance of it is at least as good as anything I've ever done."
1: For fucking up, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. It sounds like somebody ripped him, and like he cooch. He's cooching it. He's coaching it. Yeah. Who ripped him on this one? Well, I don't know. Someone may have said something negative about it, and he just goes out and says, "This is the best thing I've ever done. One of the best things I've ever done." I'm thinking, "Okay, well, you know, there's,
1: mm, there's so many that you don't even know where there, to pick." I know, right? There's like, okay, so
3: you're putting this up there with you know, Ambulance for the turns, for the, turn you know, styles, the turnstiles. you know, or after the know, Tonight's rush. the night. Yeah. yeah, right. You know, or like, yeah. don't let
1: it bring you down. <laughs> So that's
3: up yeah. there with that, you know, powder finger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like this tune. I like it a lot, too. I like it a lot. I don't even think this is in my top three on this album. Um, I, lo- I like it a lot. You got, you brought, Russ, you brought up the Pearl Jam version earlier. You want me to play a little bit of that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, here's a live version. Of that.
4: Uh, but this is it. Maybe we'll see some of you in Rotterdam, but it's been nice playing for you all and uh, sharing a day with you. All right y'all doing some pretty good singing. Huh.
0: Project <laughs> It's from 2000. 20 years ago. All over the place on YouTube Jesus
3: Christ, right what's going on over there? I don't Link? know. Um, the, no more drinks for you. Stop no, drinking out of the bottle. You know
0: what's weird is it's not even the drinks, it's my iPad it keeps fucking up. <laughs> so annoying. This,
3: beca- this became kind of a grunge anthem. A lot yeah. of bands started covering this. Not only Pearl Jam, but there were a lot of bands at the time You know, taking this on. And for some reason, it, it caught on with the whole grunge thing that this whole, you know... Things yeah. just keep fucking up. Yeah. No matter what I do, no matter how hard I try or work, I just keep fucking up shit. No, but, no
0: matter what adjustments I make, I'm that goddamn I know, right? DIY I have. You're, I can It just keeps fucking, fucking up. It. It's like in my head now. It's but it's not going to
1: stop us, Luke. We're going to well, move I had, forward, I had a right? couple of parts, too. All right, to, let me see if, if it'll play. See if go it it ahead. Works.
0: Give me what What you got.
1: I had 207, and I also had four minutes. It's just there's actually a lot of great. There's guitar. It's great guitar in It's still like yeah. it's in the back. Yeah, it's annoying. Like that's a solo, you know. I know, I don't know what
0: the fuck is happening.
1: It sounds like it's way in the back. Yeah. Go to four minutes, it probably won't make a difference, but
0: It
3: makes no difference. Makes no difference.
1: Here's four minutes. It's
0: on again. No
1: solo. Yeah, you can't really hear it. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. That's so weird. Because that's when he's, like, doing that crazy yeah, fucking yeah.
0: solo shit right there. Well, that's that is annoying. what it is. Yeah. I apologize, youngsters. I don't know what the fuck is happening. It's really... uh It's fucking up. I'll get it's, it fixed um, for next time. It's, it's the curse of the AKG. We got a nice new mic in here. I know, now. a beautiful new mic. My I mean, iPa-
3: other things are, are my freaking uh, out. My
0: iPad's feeling jealous,
1: and it's just not working. Maybe
3: Apple can hook us up.
1: Yeah okay maybe not
3: maybe it's the Russians you know
1: fucking up is great we should move on yeah let's go to uh, over and over which definitely gets stuck in your head (laughs) listen to that guitar again with a riff a catchy riff Yeah, it still sounds pretty buried, but because yeah. that's a great little riff there. What's great about a lot of
3: these tunes is that they just take their time getting to the vocals. You yeah. Know, like you said, he's, like you said, look, he's not in a rush. Yeah, I'm you tempted know?
0: to apologize just in advance that we're not going to be able to play the clips that we want. But I mean, we, you don't. Ha- y- the point is for you guys to listen anyway, like people. Right. Are listening to
3: this and podcast. a lot of people do. A lot of people like yeah. spend the week listening like we do. We appreciate that. You're yeah. taking you're kind of like doing homework. Yeah. Even though you're not getting credit for it. You're that kid in class we who do does give extra our, credit we work. We do give
0: out college credits, we should say that.
3: That's true. too. Yes. We well, if, if uh, Cat Stevens can get college credit for being an intern <laughs> for the Breaking the Ice podcast, anybody can, I guess. Right? I mean, that's a scam and a half right there. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love but, this song. Another fucking long ass song. They're all long ass songs. I know,
3: right? This like, one this one's like what, 8 9 minutes long. A great story about this is that uh Poncho was having trouble getting this down. Like really? he couldn't quite he couldn't quite just get the groove down. So one night Neil left a message on his answering machine going, Okay, Poncho, this is it. Do 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 <laughs> do 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 right? Poncho spent like the whole night playing along to Neil's voice message. <laughs> and he went in the next day and fucking nailed it. That's awesome. That's a fucking, I think that's fucking awesome, he man. He nailed it. He
0: nailed it. He nailed it. Right. Oh, that's great. Yeah, don't say that two more times, Mike. Well, we, I said Neil. You yeah, said, said nailed it. it originally. I Yeah, I changed oh, it. The second was Neil.
1: Now, see, that's twice. Shut the fuck okay, up. Okay, okay. okay don't this even. Is, I like this song a lot. This is catchy. Yeah, this is, is a riff. This is a hook. Um, It's almost, like, the, a, it's almost like a punk song, too. How you know, so? you can almost hear it just being like over
0: and over again. <laughs> oh, you could see it being covered that way. Yeah. yeah, just sort of. No, totally.
1: Also, that last verse with like the talk yelling that they're doing at the end of it. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I don't know if oh, it would, what if yeah, it would play. Where time was just a joke, <laughs> and they're like. Sort I think of, that's Poncho laughing. I think it's Poncho, What's Yeah. A, what? What part? Of the I, song? Uh, it's just like re- literally, literally like the like, last verse of the yeah. song. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, with seven-minute songs, it's hard yeah, to pinpoint yeah. that. <laughs>
3: Just but, yeah, that part where he's like here. going, ha,
2: ha, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah.
3: I was like, that's got to be Poncho. Yeah. yeah. I don't see Billy or Ralphie doing that.
1: Probably is it because he says, well, time was
3: just yeah, a joke? Yeah, time is just a yeah. joke. And he's like laughing at it. That's See, that's the fun they're having. That's You can hear yeah. it in the music. Yeah. You can hear it. And they're all close to each other. Yeah. You know, they're all like looking at each other. Yeah. And they all have that same, that weird mic setup. Yeah. There's two mics close together. Neil sings into one. And then those Billy and, and and Poncho like sing into the other one, or sometimes they'll share <laughs> Neil's mic. Mm. There's yeah. not like a vo- vocal mic for both of them. That's so weird. Which I, mean, I know it's such a weird setup.
0: It's fun live, but it's so weird to see it. Right. Yeah. But that's
3: just how they're used to doing it. Yeah. You know, and that's why they recorded it like they did. They were, they did two sets a day. Like they were playing gigs. You know, so I guess they're in there. This is the horse in their comfort
0: zone, and well, it really, we, it really made it made it great. That's how we do this podcast. We do like ten or twelve takes of each. Of anytime the, right, you hear yeah.
1: someone else start talking, it's because we've leaned into the other yeah. person's. Moment. That's
3: right. We're sharing one AKG lira <laughs> mic right that's
0: now. Right, that's right, <laughs> and Mike keeps it right on his balls.
3: I keep it right here near my sack, <laughs> and those guys lean in to so my groin it. area proudly. We do right. Jesus Christ! We just do it over and over. That's right, over and over again, just the way I like it. We got love to burn. All right, let's do that again, man. Riff. So, how do you follow up an eight-minute song with a ten-minute song?
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, but I don't notice it again. Right, that's the in thing. This that's, song, yeah. just, you don't notice them being ten minutes. This which is, is in awesome. my. This song's in my top three. I predicted this might be in your top three too, Shu. This one? Yeah, uh, no, maybe. I okay, don't know. we'll see. The guitar work in this song is awesome.
3: Yeah, and for the length of the songs, he he said an interview. Neil said in an interview that no one is stretching out these days, so I want to make an album like
0: that now. Mm, It's awesome.
3: Yeah, which I think is great because you know, and that's that's you know, he's setting himself apart. Yeah. At that time,
0: the turn. I'm telling you, the turn of the century. Neil just is on. Yeah.
3: The 90s. He he had a really good a really good run in the 90s, but
0: especially the beginning. An ending of a of a decade. He just fucking nails yeah. It.
3: For some reason, he's the strongest oh, at those
0: he points. said it three times. He's not going to show up because he was our oh we didn't we did talk about this but it didn't come up. Uh, if <laughs> we have a youngster of the month on our website, you can go check yes. it out. Nails long
3: Lofgren. long may you com.
0: Yep, nail nails Lofgren is our first youngster of the month proudly,
3: mm-hmm. and it's because he's a sponsor of the show. That's right. But he doesn't pay us in money. He pays us in nails. That's right. So we can get a lot of projects done as long as they involve nails. Yeah, a lot. You know. But
1: <laughs> all right. You know. I I uh I I don't know how you can't love the oh love. Like the backup those guys yelling right, that yeah. in this song. Yeah. They're just really great. I I wrote shit down but it's not even worth going to it I guess, but the guitar playing is awesome in this. It's and, funny and that
3: to- it, it's funny cuz it's like it's like a solo, and then a verse, and then another solo, and yeah. then a verse, and yeah. then it's another solo, and you're like, okay, this is the end of the tune. No, there's another verse in there, and another solo, Right. which <laughs> is fucking awesome, and they're all awesome. Yeah. They're fucking great.
0: They're all great, but we're not going to play them now, because my no. iPad is fucking up. That's right. You know what the problem is? i just just realizing, before we you started- You spilled Fireball no, on it? before oh. we started recording, Mike comes in with an Italian sub from D'Angelo's, and he decides to put on a Burt Reynolds- Record. I
3: asked you. It was a request. I said, oh, I see you got Burt Reynolds, you know, ask who I am. And I was like, can you throw that on while I'm eating I should my have sub? said no. You think Burt Reynolds tainted your iPad? Yes, I do. But Bobby Goldsboro produced it. It's so smooth it and silky. Matter. It doesn't matter. Oh. He fucked it up. He's
1: wearing a so, polyester coat. So this one I wanted to talk about because in which I know we, we, we said we were going to cover also on this, is the uh, Don't Spook the Horse. So in this song, he talks about the Valley of Hearts, and then that comes back in the, uh, in the Don't Spook the Horse.
0: I didn't listen to that, by the way.
1: Oh, really? That's a sloppy mess of a song, it's but just it's two, great.
0: It's just two songs, right? It's a groove. It's,
1: I mean, Mansion on the Hill is the same exact version. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's the B-side
3: yeah. to Mansion on the Hill. Okay. Yeah, it's, but it's just like a sloppy horse jam. It's
1: great. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. You should definitely listen I'll to listen it. I'll listen to it. But um this song to me, Shu, is it it totally sort of sums up what I was talking about as far as my theme goes. And you think about it in that way where he talks about like the spirit, you know, the spirit coming to him and everything and and when she says like you got a you got to take the first step you, right, You gotta yeah. crawl to be tall. I love that. You gotta crawl to be tall. Yeah, and, and it's like... That's like this,
3: something The Rock would say.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you gotta crawl to be tall. It's about time we brought up some The Rock references right. on this podcast. <laughs> what took you so long, I'm Mike? I'm sorry. I was holding out. <laughs> Russ, do you smell what the mic is cooking? <laughs> the AKG
1: Lyra mic? <laughs> I don't know. I just think that this uh this song, yeah. you got to move to really start. Ties in everything right. that we were sort of talking about. And you
3: should take that risk because you've got, you know, you said you got love to burn, so you should take the chance on love, but it's like
1: even though you know you're going to fuck up, even though, yeah. you know, you might yeah. take a chance on Farmer's daughter and you don't you, know, you don't
3: know unless you move to start.
1: Yeah. Then you, know. you
0: got plenty of love to burn. That's right. You burn a little That's bit, right. you got more. That's right. It's like the fucking the drinks we just made, the ragged squirties. Yeah. You got to take a chance on.
3: That's it. right. You got fireball to burn.
0: Did you guys notice? But it's the, also the last like you know a little extra firebally. Did you put a little extra fireball in there? No, but it just because it yeah, settled, it gets firebally. So the last sip's got a little bit of burn. Wow, it's got some balls to it. It's got a nice sack on it. It's got hot balls.
1: But yeah, it's definitely that. Uh, you know, yes, you have been burnt, but you, right, you got to move forward. Yeah, yeah, right.
3: And it's like what you're saying. It's like okay, I'm accepting this. That yeah. there's risk to right. everything. Love music you know kids yeah. whatever it may be yeah but uh, you gotta move forward you gotta move to start you gotta crawl to be tall brother yeah, you gotta crawl right to Dan tall. Marshpit
1: <laughs> alright let's move on to yeah. Farmer John this song's hilarious and this is not Neil not written by Neil I
3: got another great funny story about this tune also this was the last thing recorded for this album was it? and for a good reason
0: really? yeah
2: John. I'm in love
4: with Whoa.
0: i love that same the yeah. champagne eyes Champagne eyes
3: It's so yeah
4: so yeah, that was
3: out. originally written and done by a duo called Don and Dewey. Don,
1: Dewey. Don Moshpit,
3: Don and Dewey, and my brother uh, Dewey Moshpit. It was like '64, and I think the very next year, a band called the Premiers covered it, and I think that's the version that Neil first heard. They were sitting, like he was sitting around with Crazy Horse, and they were talking about the first rock songs they ever heard that made them want to get into. Mm. being musicians, and that was one that Neil brought up, so they decided to give it a try. And that's like, I think the only time they played it out of all those sets they did for those, those three weeks because they were, it just came up in, you know in conversation, so they just bashed it out. And then after they were done, a small earthquake struck the area around San Francisco and around where they were and knocked out the power. So they had to stop recording, and then that's when I think Neil said, "I think we're done," you hmm. know, with the record, because <laughs> an earthquake knocked out the power. Is that a true story? That's a true story. Wow, that was in two books, I believe. That was in that was in Jimmy McDonough's Shaky, and then that was in the, I forget the other guy's. So name. these it guys, Journey through the Past.
1: Oh, Okay, they wrote the song.
3: Don and Dewey wrote the yeah. song, and they recorded it in 1964. Yeah, and if you listen to the premiere's version, it's a little faster. It has a little yeah. more of that 60s swing to it.
0: I didn't listen to any of the other versions of this. Yeah. I wonder if I can find them real quick. Yeah, look up the I premiere. Just, the I, only thing I, by the is, premieres is it, a live version, but it's it, still really This good.
1: one surprised me that it wasn't Neil. Because I was like, this has to be a Neil song. When it's I first
3: heard it, yeah, I was like, this is just Neil being, and it is. It's and it's Neil, so It's funny Neil it's, being silly with Crazy Horse, yeah. you know. She said 60s him bullshit. Him is for him. <laughs> <laughs> this okay, is the him the him mock him party.
4: Not
0: yeah. even a good transition. Super 60s.
3: I kind of like it. Yeah, i this. The guitars are again lost there's guitars up front in this oh really yeah
0: so there's guitars playing right now We yeah. just that. that's yeah. crazy weird it's weird
1: it. how this is it's never happened before
0: but, but it's yeah, worth checking out really I actually,
1: close you can but yeah i actually listened to fucked up man. a little
3: bit what's... of that premieres album and it's actually i love that shit that 60s garage band yeah. stuff and uh it's actually pretty good it's a it's a pretty yeah. like the first few songs are pretty pretty fun but, yeah, this is just, I love the vibe on this. This is just shows, they were having fun making this record. They weren't having fun making life. Nope. They weren't having fun, you know, making, making trans. Re- a reactor, you know.
0: I think they had fun making a reactor. Well, the Not way, th- as much as the this way.
3: One. Th- well, when.
1: when um, the OOOs are great in this. When yeah. Billy
3: Talbot describes a reactor as a one-legged turkey. <laughs> yeah. You know, it doesn't sound like they, they had, they, you know, Poncho. Yeah, but always
0: at said least he's bringing s- up a bird.
1: That's right. There's a bird involved. Put a bird on it. There's, it's, You probably won't be able to hear it on your thing, I guess, but at, like, three minutes, the back and forths, they do, I'm like... I'm not even going to bother. It's they, yeah. they drunkenly are like... Oh, yeah, the, oh, oh, yeah, And then it goes into, like, a Neil solo. Right, yeah. like, I know, it's so good.
0: It's literally depressing me that I yeah. can't play these parts of this. But song. it's I also,
1: I thought, I, I was... Just, it, it was weird to me that this wasn't Neil, too, because this would be classic Neil to write a song where it's, like, you're trying to get the you're, you're talking to the father of someone you're interested right. in and you talk about the way that she wiggles when she walks. Well, it's not
3: it's not and I can <laughs> I can hear how this would be a song that got him into rock and roll or writing tunes because if you listen to what was that song off of this notes for you? Hey hey.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: so that was kind of had similar kind of vibe yeah. to it. My woman, you know, my woman yeah. is awesome and you know, yeah. same thing with this. It has that kind of, yeah. you know, that yeah. just simple
1: well, it's, and Mind I know he, and he didn't write it, but it also sort of fits that theme I was talking about because it's, all right, so the great spirit comes to you and then says you got to take a chance on love. So then, all right, well, you <laughs> take a <laughs> chance on the farmer John's daughter. Right, yeah. And then, you know, she wiggles and she walks and she talks nice and stuff, but then, like, you've burnt your love on her. So now <laughs> you got to move on, you know? Right, it's like it's, right. I don't know. Yeah. You know, mansion on the Hill. Yeah. Another catchy and fuck scene. surprise. Not only—it's not just the bass that's coming through, or something. There is a second guitar that's not really coming through. <laughs> that's not bad. You just can't hear the other one as well. I don't even want to play.
0: <laughs> I don't even want to play
4: clips. Anymore.
1: Well, the harmonies are great in this one. Well, this is like his. Obviously,
3: this is a look back at the '60s.
0: I love this song.
3: You know, and and um. How, I think he's just looking back to those days and in, in Topanga.
0: It's nostalgic. It's just got a yeah. good heart to it. It's just, and it's not, it's like nostalgic in a way that his other nostalgic songs always have like a tinge of depression to them. And this one doesn't seem to really have that same. Really? Little, to me, it does.
3: Really? Yeah. To me, it's kind of looking back like we had a good thing, but now, you know, he's, he thinks it lives there still, but he's not sure about it anymore. Well.
1: I don't want to get I got to get spiritual again but I think that this is sort of that looking in yourself sort of thing. There's that mansion on the hill where, you know, where the music's playing and and love is you know, you're you're basically loving what is happening. The the, the cuz You're loving what's happening back then though. Yeah, but it's this this place that always exists within you sort of for Neil. Do you know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah. He sings about it often. Yeah. The hippie and, and, dream. and it's also a, a typical Neilism, too. That it's he's always been a searcher, right? A miner, a mm-hmm. hunter mm-hmm. for love, right? He's always like on the hunt or search for love. Well, at least both in as, Hollywood and in, in Redwood, both as like a partner and like a lover, but also as, you know, being being a better Neil, being a, the mm-hmm. heart of gold, right? He's do you know what I'm saying? He's and it's still there somewhere, yeah. but it's yeah.
3: it's been a long, it's been a long They're ride. Saying
1: there's a little ragged, squirty
0: in all of us.
3: Yeah, it's true. The line though, <laughs> may I? I got a load to love, <laughs> but I want one more child. Does he say child? I, see,
0: I looked that up. Is that really the line? That's is what that, it
3: says on the Neil Young archive. Then it yeah, must I be. Yeah, I thought it, it was it one is. more try.
0: I thought it was too. It
3: would make more sense if he said one more try. Or is that what he means with I mean, his both, load to love and he wants to try to have another kid? In
0: context, they both mean the same thing. Uh, Maybe he got a vasectomy between freedom and this one. And he regrets his that's, that's vasectomy.
3: Right. He wants to, you know, give up that load and fill the cup. I no, want to have
0: one more ragged squirty.
3: <laughs> promise of a man.
1: I want to fill your cup. I think he's But then so- he talks about how that feeling. Yeah, but he's talking about himself. You know, he's saying. Well, no, I don't think necessarily. I saw an old man walking in my place. Yeah, that's definitely. And he looked at me, and he could could have been my face. Is this the sequel? His words were kind, but his eyes were wild. He said, "I got a load to love, but I want more." Child, I think he's saying that child within him, that that, like you said, the '60s, that mansion on the hill, that place where the psychedelic music's always playing, where love is the only language. You know, it's that childlike mentality of loving oneself and lo- each other, you know? Right. Um, but he had to yeah. get that's off what, that road because yeah.
3: it always ends badly. Like you said, I had to get off that road of tears somehow. Right. And it, that's, he's now always was saying about hurry that. Right? And, you know,
1: I gotta get off the road. Yeah. Yeah. but peace and love live there still. And yeah, I like this song. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I do.
3: Yeah. It's
1: I'm, okay. I'm allowed to like it.
3: Mm, I don't know. Maybe alone. I, I think alone. you've had too much to drink. I have,
1: but also <laughs> so off. F- for days that used to be. Can we move on? Does that answer your question? It's funny because before I did the research on this, I wrote that this has a, a Bob Dylan vibe to it, and then I found out that he said that he like based it off of my yeah. back pages. Yeah. And this is another nihilism that, again, with the old times, things that used to be. Yeah, these two songs, back to, they're definitely meant to be back-to-back. Yeah.
3: Back. yeah. But there he's, I think he's speaking. Again, I think he's singing about Crosby, Stills, and Nash in this oh, one. I play
1: You get a little bit, but I was so
0: much older than yeah. I'm younger than that now. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But he said he based it off of My Back Pages. Is that that song? That's that song. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Um, is that what Rock's Back Pages is based off of? Is that? That's
3: right. Another great podcast right. here on the Pantheon Podcast that's Network right. with your host, noted rock critic Barry Fife. I'm not sure if that's his name. I like the line, but possessions and concessions are not often what they seem. He's clearly
1: channeling Dylan.
0: It's very Dylan-esque, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: He says load again, though. Maybe I was wrong on my whole theme thing. The only theme of this album is just loads.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Him and Crazy Horse blowing huge loads yeah. of guitar. Right. I hear that. Maybe the theme is just I think loads. He, took, he, he purposely did the Dylan thing because it's about the 60s. Yeah. And that's you know he Dylan. And he's you think the '90s 60s now. He's Dylan. getting old, right? And you know. and a lot of that stuff. And he's got he gotta Face it all, you know. He's he facing it dif- all yeah, that he, shit. He doesn't feel the same as he did in the '60s about certain things. Yeah. And and I think he's definitely referring to maybe even just Stephen Stills.
0: No. Yeah. Absolutely. No more references to no. Fucking I th- he's. no one's say. Don't, they, CSNY. don't they,
3: No. He is. He's the guy doing it.
0: <laughs> he's not. Everyone yeah. just says that. No. He's I got think you that's all. He's doing it. All tricked into thinking all is oh, a, a fake news. Why did he still
1: buy a new car? At that time, never had to make those deals. You know.
0: <laughs> no, I feel like every album there's a song that everyone's like that's about CSNY. I don't. I can't believe every single album has a song about CSNY. I
3: can. No. Absolutely. I won't lie. He's you really
0: to. nostalgic for those times. Yeah, but he's been making albums with them throughout the years. Terrible ones. For sure. <laughs> really bad ones. I mean not good yeah. ones at
3: all. No, no. Awful. And he feels bad and then he takes it out on you know
1: on his own albums.
0: It's true.
1: You know? Well listen, love and only love will break it down, so Yeah. Another ten
0: minute. Listen, any song with the word love in it, I want it to be no less than 11 minutes.
1: (laughs) I think this is my favorite song on the album. Really?
4: Okay.
1: Because this is another two-parter. He brings up the spirit again. Right, yeah. And again, I think he's pleading to the spirit, whatever that may be, himself or the great, you know, oneness or whatever you want to say. He's pleading about himself, finding himself, finding love. Only that, love and only love can, you know, break it down. And one of my favorite lines in this song, I love this line, is hate is everything you think it is. Love and only love will break it down. That's nice. I just love that. Hate is everything you right. think it is, you know. And but love is the all-powerful force. Right? Yeah,
0: I'm gonna look this up before the next episode we record. Up to this point on albums he's released that we've covered, how many songs with the word love in the title has he released? Oh, geez. Make your bets now. Closest one, I will oh, give you five fuck. bucks. How many songs? Yes, Gee, on rele- the albums that we've covered, we've covered in like like releases. I'm not talking about like a homegrown where it's like it was was recorded back then. I'm talking about like really right, What
3: we've covered so far.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Where he says the word love. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Wait, that's in the song or in the title? In the title of the song. In the title of the song? Yep. Oh.
0: I'm going to guess 14.
3: I was thinking around that too. Well, I already said it. So. I know. I'll say 16.
1: Okay. I'll say. No, that's a lot.
3: Never too much love for us.
1: 11. 11? Yeah. Okay. All right. What, are we, what are
3: we betting? Penis. A load. Um, I don't like either of those da- things. Can we do something else? Uh, ownership of David Briggs' shoe. <laughs> How about a new AKG Lyra microphone? Ooh. Okay, winner gets, gets to now. take it home. Okay,
1: there we go. <laughs> no, because I want to keep it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, think about it. He says... To the spirit, let me hear the magic in my heart. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I don't know, man. This the between the lyrics and this the guitar playing and just the singing and the way that this song ends, hmm. this is one of my favorite songs on this album. A
3: lot of the songs end with 30 to 90 seconds of, of feedback. Of sustain and feedback, which I, I, love. I I'd love that too. I best. love that so much. It's the full life of the song. Yep. So you know that that's you're hearing everything, the whole vibe from
0: beginning to it's end. It's that I feeling that. of when you when you hit it and you're just sitting in it. Mm. Yeah. That like let like yeah. letting it soup around you. Yes. I There's magic in the feedback. You have yeah.
3: accepted it and you are just he fucking, harnessed the power of yeah. the feedback. He puts He's he definitely like he puts some kind of salvation in the feedback. Yeah. You're just like listening to it. You're bathing in salvation it. Salvation in the feedback. Yeah, I like man.
0: That. Nice. It's fucking right there. Yeah. You'll nice. hear
3: it eventually. Once your hearing gets altered enough, it'll come through to you.
0: Yeah. I don't like when I get quiet like this because then I always want to go, Del Paxton, yeah. <laughs> All right. oh, uh anything else before we move on to the last tunage? No, nah, let's do
3: let's do Mother Earth. Let's do it.
4: Yeah.
0: It's not gonna come through like it should.
3: that i'm kneeling, <laughs> kneeling. Oh,
0: okay, this, i fucking love this song
3: that was um from farm aid was it yeah 1990 at the hoosier dome in indianapolis awesome and then uh they added some stuff afterwards
0: nice. but, this is um, a great pun too And that that's the only thing that annoys me about that is the dumb
1: Pun title, natural anthem. Yeah, I love it. It's also, fair. he's ch- he's clearly channeling Jimmy for this. You know, yeah, which yeah, just the makes the pun anthem. make more sense. Yeah. yeah, and I love just that he turns that on its head and then writes a, writes a. F- a fucking Neil song. What a great song. This Holy is, shit. Yeah, it's awesome. This is it, my it also,
3: this, this is my cut song.
1: Really? Really? Yeah. I almost I actually had a feeling it would be. Yeah. I, fi- I, I figured think I think Luke little... and I would love it cuz it's got that vocal anthem. Mm. It's I like that, but I think it's just a little the guitar's awesome, too. The guitar
3: is what saves it for me. You're crazy, man. Everything else is a little
1: heavy This is handed. so Neil, dude. This is so Neil. Yeah. It's, you're nuts. It's, Plus, it also tickles that church thing in us, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's very, like, you know, like, him. Yeah. Didn't you guys church-y. have priests who did that for you already?
0: They touched our natural. They anthems. tickled that thing. And this is like a me.
1: little peak of what's to come later, In, right. in Neil's yeah. career too, you know?
3: This
0: is your cut.
1: This is your cut song. Yeah. That's
3: crazy to yeah. me. I like the guitar though. It's the guitar that saves it for me.
0: The huge harmonies. See, I think that's. Yeah. I know the
1: harmonies are awesome. Who needs CSN when you got the fucking horse doing right. shit like that? Although it's he great. did
3: first do this song with CSN at a reunion gig. I kind of want to hear that actually, I like a, know, a year that earlier or something like that. It reminds me of the stuff he did for the uh, Where the Buffalo Roam soundtrack, which we didn't really cover.
0: Who needs CSN when you have S? When M- you have Dawn SM- S <laughs> M T.
4: Nope,
1: that's yeah. a good, Luke. See, SMT. I honestly, I think this is the perfect closer shoe, especially for oh, wh- yeah. what we've been talking about this whole album. Because I think this is the next step. This is he. This is the gratitude. This is the. This is the surrender to me. Yeah, this is him saying. You know, how long can you give and not recede? Like the, loving what is, loving the earth, right. loving—I don't know. I it's just maybe
3: it's a little too hippie for me.
1: It's very hippie, but it's very Neil to the it's point very, where
3: it, it kind of annoys me.
1: I can see And believe see, me, I—I yeah, I, I, I believe in, I'm all
3: in saving it. the planet, all just like everybody else. But I don't know. It just kind of do you me the though, wrong Mike? Way. How yeah.
0: many mcribs have you had this week?
3: I've only had that one here. <laughs> I used to be able to eat six or seven back in the day. And that's not even meat, okay? They're not even using Fair. real animals for that, okay? So there's, it's not affecting the climate at all. It comes in cardboard, and the it pickles is, are real.
0: It is cardboard. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, quick, quick pickle shout-out. Shout-out to Hollis Hills Farm in Fitchburg for selling
1: yes.
3: these
0: good and evil pickles there. If you want to sponsor this delicious. show, yeah, get in contact
3: out. with us at Podcast. I'll reach out. there.
0: are good dudes over there. I, I'm very surprised. This is this is in my top three easily. This. Song. Yeah, me too. Um, but uh, do you want to just hop right to them right now? What, I'm well, curious. Well, you didn't
1: listen to Don't Spook the Horse, huh? I did not, no. Okay. I, I covered it in my notes, but...
3: That'll probably be on the reissue, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I want to hear what the extra stuff is. It's like a whole other album comes worth out. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of his stuff was delayed.
0: What do you have about it, Russ, man?
1: I just like the lyrics. I like that he starts with... It doesn't make sense if you haven't listened to it, but he, he sort of... He talks about... Um, like a, a dog Well first he says If you're gonna go in the field or whatever Be careful you don't spook the horse And then he says If you're gonna pet the dog Make sure that it's not rolled and It didn't roll in shit It's very homegrown yeah. too It's got yeah. that like leave on And like uh, Stars vibe. and Bars kind of yeah.
0: thing too oh, I like this it's The awesome,
3: story man. about this song supposedly is that He had his guitar tech Larry Crag Go out and find a cow patty or a, horse, <laughs> a pile of horse shit or something. Brought it into the studio where what they're recording, that? and he stuck his foot in it and played, recorded this and played with his foot in, in horse shit. Jesus, That's the story behind the song. I don't know if it really happened or not, but... I
4: just, David Briggs it, so, hated
3: this song. David Briggs, he wanted to put the song on the album, and David Briggs said, this song sucks. I, I don't like it even, a lot. I don't think even it's fucking fun, man. put it on
1: there. I like that it, it all comes around. Yeah. Because he again, he says right there if you want to like go play in the grass or whatever, try not to spook the horse. And then the next one is if you want to pet that dog or whatever, make sure it didn't roll in shit. And then yeah. he, and then he says um something about if you're going to mess around with the chick, make sure you close the barn door. But then <laughs> but then he's it all comes around and he says don't Make sure she's not rolled in shit, and it yeah. all like comes around. And he ties those other verses into like another that final one of the. See final to me, verses. this
3: would have been a better closer than Mother no, Earth. No, no, absolutely. No, no. no, to me, this would have really summed up the the rebirth of Neil Young and Crazy Horse.
4: Absolutely,
1: it's fun. I like it a lot. I I don't know where I would put it. I don't Maybe that's I'd why I don't like closer. Mother Earth either.
3: This is the to me, and even though with the heavy songs like "Love to Burn" and and. Um, you know mansion on the hill which has a really melancholy vibe to it and stuff mother earth is just a downer when you get to it it was it's such a fun album all the way through even when some of the subject downer, matter is heavy yeah, to me it's just it's just and i'm not talking about the subject matter i'm just saying it's like all of a sudden it just gets real serious yeah i love it whereas don't spook the horse to me would have been a perfect ending to this album all i eight think it, no of i it. think
0: it ended perfectly i disagree I don't even know. I, I like Don't Spook the Her- the Horse just from what I've heard. And that actually was called Don't Spook the Horse? <laughs> don't Spook Mort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think this album is perfect. I actually had a really hard time picking a cut song.
1: I, yeah, I did too. Um,
0: my t- I'll give you my top three right now. My three is Mansion on a Hill. My two is Mother Earth. And my one is uh, Country oh Home. Country Home for sure.
3: Want me to go, Russ?
1: I'll go. Uh, okay. Three for me is Country Home. Two is Mother Earth. And one is Love and Only Love.
3: I have to say my, my three is tough between um, between fucking up and over and over. But I took over and over on that one. Yeah, yeah a great I,
1: one. I, I was actually torn between the three of those. Yeah. Country Home, fucking up, and over and over. Yeah, so three mm-hmm. is... And I only just switched it to Country Home for this one, after, like doing this podcast. Yeah. And, uh, cause I so, think it's just the way it starts. It, it, it is a perfect intro. It just, it's a perfect intro to this right. album. That song. So that's three's country home. And then it goes in
3: order Two is white line. And one is, I mean, three is over and over. Mm. And then two is white lines. And, um, one is country home.
0: My cut song. And it's not that I, even that I don't like it. I just, I picked love and only love. Because it just well, didn't uh, grab me like the rest of them did. I couldn't, but I I I like the song. It's one of those albums. It's like when we did After the Gold Rush or Harvest. It's hard to pick. Yeah, I don't know. I was, uh, yeah,
1: I I pi- I picked Mansion on the Hill only because it's on that other EP. So
0: yeah, and we know what
1: fucking. Mike I hate
3: pick. I hate the planet. More styrofoam. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you do work for Amazon, we, more so. for, more
1: farting cows.
0: We know what anti-recycling activist Mike said. Yeah, that's right. He hates Mother Earth. I do.
1: Uh, I don't know. I might switch it. I might put fucking up on my top cut Mother Earth. Cut it.
0: <laughs> it's a. Great, it, it's good to be back where it's hard to pick them again. Isn't yeah, that,
1: yeah, right. Yeah,
3: that's a good feeling. Yeah. That is a good feeling. Where you're struggling to find your top two. Yeah, yeah. You know
0: what's uh, what's next week? Weld. My birth- or as I like the- to call it, live rust part two. My birthday album. Is it? Yeah, nice. Oh, do you want? To, are we doing arc and weld at the same time, or you want to do each do you, one individually? Uh,
3: how much time can we spend on arc? That's Have what you I'm listened saying. to
0: arc? A little bit. I've touched on it. a little I've bit.
3: listened to arc all the way through, maybe three times in my life. Okay, S- stoned every time. Let's it's talk about it this great. week.
0: But maybe we just do arc and weld as one episode. Yeah,
3: I think. Well, I think they're they're supposed to be together. Yeah, so that would make sense. Okay. Which is, that's a lot of fun. But I'm glad we're into this part. And yeah. Then, and then after that, we hit Harvest Moon. Right? We also yeah. haven't talked about Jesus. album
1: covers in a long time. I
3: know. Well, cause well, well this album cover either. captures the vibe of this album perfectly. Yeah. It's, it's, just, also, yeah. it's
1: also probably a part of why people call it grunge. It's a very well, grunge.
3: Well, again, this
1: was like 1990.
3: All that stuff wasn't really in the mainstream yeah. yet. Yeah, and Neil, goddamn time and like, traveling and Neil was, has been dressing like that since... Fucking the beginning yeah. since he left Buffalo Springfield. He took off the mm. fucking Native American beads yeah. and he put the flannel shirt on and the jeans and that was it. There was no like,
0: you know. Well, the fisheye lens, fish, fish lens was my second choice. <laughs> Originally, I wanted to go with a naked baby in a swimming pool. Originally, I wanted
1: to go with a bird's eye lens. But That's right. <laughs> that a naked wasn't bird. an option. A naked bird <laughs> chasing a dollar <laughs> on a fish hook.
0: A naked bird... <laughs> <laughs>
4: Ridiculous.
1: <laughs> so dumb.
3: Well, we'd like to thank uh, AKG once again for this beautiful microphone mm-hmm. and the headphones and the podcaster starter kit, although we've already started our podcast, but hey, every little bit helps. That's right. And please check out Long May You. Uh, oh,
1: that tasted uh, like Christmas right we there. Are,
0: we are both. Of, we're. we're all,
4: that, that was we're
3: delicious. All that comes, a, that comes
1: back one. pretty well, Luke.
3: That's a good cocktail.
0: Listen,
1: it's about accepting wow. that we've had some ragged squirties and it's time yeah. to end the podcast. No, no, let's they're just they're squirties. It, so Luke Long, is so mad about his. I'm really, no, it well, really bothered. Because like, this is this is an album where especially we especially this great we album the, 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 yeah. the, the if it had
0: guitar, happened man. during Trans or landing on water, right? It couldn't have
3: could, <laughs> happened during life. <laughs> Wait, let's here, at, you know or landing on water. Let
1: me end with reading that Matt Pauly comment because it was great uh, in regards to this album. Matt Pauly, a, a, a top youngster, top he's fan. actually a top fan on uh-huh. Facebook. Uh, he says, "Top shelf, Neil and the Horse. It's like they've taken their final form. It's everything you want from them." Especially after suffering through the '80s, this feels like a piece of cheese at the end of a labyrinth. <laughs> I, I love agree, my that quality. That's awesome. Um, well, we love yous. Yeah, go to okay long may then.
3: You, Long may you young podcast. Okay,
1: then, real good now. Okay, now.
4: Right.
2: Yeah, real good. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah. All okay, right. okay then. Get your bags together. Go. Bring your good friends too.